Fuck it. What a piece of shit, Dillman. Hey, Dillman. Hey, everybody. We're back. Hello. My name is the Danish. Hey, uh, this is O'Neill, and welcome to another titillating episode of the Danish and O'Neill podcast. We've been called the sickest podcast, and I'm not saying that like the douchey millennials. I'm saying uh, we both somehow have colds right now once again. I don't get it. I mean, I we're taking our we're taking our vitamins, saying our prayers like Hulk Hogan. I'm doing uh, what, what iron? No, what? Oh, I'm taking zinc. You're a zinc man. I'm now? a zinc man. I now. rub zinc on my nose to uh, stay out of the sun. <laughs> yeah, I noticed. I saw that. <laughs> it's a permanent white nose. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. like you've been eating albino asshole. I have been. You know what I've been thinking is the culprit for all these sicknesses. What? The disgusting comedy store microphone. microphone. Yes. I just told my mom that. <laughs> That's what it is, dude. Because we go up at the end of the night and people spit on it all fucking night Have long. You ever smelled it by accident? <laughs> yeah, oh, it's God. hideous. Uh, Not to mention like the open mic that's like 40, 50 yeah. people but using you, the same mic. Usually the nights that we go up, I mean, it's like f- there's 15 solid people that have been talking into that thing for oh, 15 minutes they're straight. They're hot breath. I always like get a nice Listerine strip before I go up. I want to yeah, be my best. tape it onto the microphone. <laughs> I might start going up with lights. I don't know. what. Like, I, I might bring my own like Bob Barker. Bring this bring this guard that we use on this. And yeah, put but it then over my it. guard is touching that disgusting mic. I know, but then you have a barrier between you and all that disgusting filth that is spewed out onto that thing. We might be like these might be Sam Kinison colds from the 70s still stuck be. in that yeah. mic. Could be. <laughs> I mean, I'm going back to shaking hands cuz maybe my immunity has been compromised by not shaking. Dude, it's microphone Shh. disease, it's, MDO. It's funny that you say that. I was just <laughs> just t- telling that. That's to my, my mom. theory. She goes, How dude. you be sick again? My theory is these fucking mics. It's the late night spots, man. You got to deal with more than just bad crowds. It's bad mics. <laughs> it's bad. It's fucking bad for your immune system. Not as if bad for your soul, but it's a bad for your immune system. And we're only getting twenty dollars. Doesn't cover my health care. <laughs> it actually, sounds all right now that you say twenty. That's true. Nice round number. <laughs> I forgot uh, about that. Quick announcement. Hold on. Let me get some sound here. Here, hold on. I'll give you an announcement. <laughs> Yes. Uh, how do you say Shinpai means uh, like, you know. <laughs> Time for a Danish and O'Neill update. Here's the update, everybody. A new podcast starring oh. Danish O'Neill and. But secret guest. Secret permanent guest. <laughs> Uncle Andy DeWitt yeah. is coming into your eardrum soon. We don't have an exact date. We're finalizing some things up. The cut the comptroller from uh, Boner City is back with a permanent trio. But there's uh there's a bit of a catch. It's going to be on the site called Patreon. Uh, we have not solidified what it will be, but it will be uh, a podcast that you will have to pay a small amount for. But we promise to always deliver the goods in it. We're delivering the goods, and uh, it gets to the point in a man's life where he realizes, hey, I've put out a hell of a lot of free content. (laughs) I got to charge for my craft. We would love to do this for free. Yeah. It's just a matter of the time. Andy D's got a kid. Our (laughs) schedules are hard enough. So it's just hard to get together to do it. We want to do it regularly. We know you guys like it. And we want to do it right. 
too. So, I mean, we want to dedicate the time and the effort that is necessary, but it won't affect the Danish and O'Neill podcast. That yes. still will be free. Say you're saying, fuck that. Hey, that's your right, but we'll still be here for yeah. free. You can catch the Danish and O'Neill. DeWitt will still do his own show for free. So if you don't like it, hey, that's your, uh, your right as an American. But we would like to support. A lot of you have asked us, how can we support you? Right here is, uh, is a way you can support And we're not going to ask for some sort of crazy fee. So we're, we'll announce next week how much it's going to be. It'll be a very small amount. Trust me, you spend more than this on candy every month. Should we tell them the name, Wet Their Appetites? Yes, might as well. The name is The Pork Report, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we already have one in the can. One's done. And uh, they'll be coming to you soon with an O and a U. Uh, look forward to you guys hearing it. The Pork Report, we're going to have merchandise. We're going to have stickers. We're going to do it right this time. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, hopefully you love it. But we'll keep you posted. And it should be up probably in the next two weeks or so. Next week, we'll have a little more information for you. But we just wanted to yeah. wanted to wait to make that get their dick, pussy get, and your ball sack wet for it. Get your balls tingling a little bit. That pussy... Uh, it's pulsating for it. <laughs> Unlike Tommy Morris, he didn't even have a tingle in his balls when he saw this one comedian. No. Uh, we have another show update. A uh, couple shows back, because when we have Andy DeWitt on, we can't really do regular Danish and O'Neill. Oh, is this what I think it is? This is the bald eagle that you vehemently no, yeah. denied. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, yeah. No, yes. but I have a video sent to me just I told you I looked it up. No, but I have a video sent to me today. Southwest Airlines did a promotional video. Oh, they did? Yeah, because that's all he flies. <laughs> Dude, this... So the, so I will admit, I was c- completely wrong. This fucking Just guy... Just like the Halloween candy. No, that's... No, no, that family was looking for publicity. <laughs> Fuck those people. By the way, this is from Billy Harvey tweeting me this video. Thank you, Billy. Yeah, so uh, before you play the video, so this guy flies... You on. did some research because you were a skeptic, a doubting Thomas, as usual. Also, it was difficult to find info on this. You would think that this would be fucking <laughs> front page news news everywhere but this guy flies with this goddamn bird of prey this eagle's flying under the radar and he puts it in a fucking cage that takes up two seats a lot he of flies it, in the cabin with it it's insane if i can't it, believe that they so if this thing got out it would be a, it would be snakes on a plane part two. Oh yeah it would bald, be killing bald people. eagles on a plane <laughs> it'd be killing people. it'd be ripping two pains off dude it, <laughs> it would be snatching women's tops off oh it would be dude so you can't fly with three ounce, more than three ounces of liquid but you can have a goddamn bald eagle on your arm do they at least stick their hands up the bald eagle's asshole to see there's nothing in there dude that thing is huge it better be going through the x-ray machine hopping on a leash i'd be dude if i no. saw a bald eagle even on a leash i'd walk the other way i'd be terrified dude these things are big they're big creatures and he i can't believe that you let it out you're allowed you're legally allowed this is not like a dog this is not a domesticated a animal bird of prey. this is a goddamn icon of american culture not to mention throughout <laughs> the flight you have to hear <laughs> Hold on, let me throw some more rats in there for I think he eat. stands up, hits the rat against the wall, <laughs> stuns it, like, throws it in the cage, and you just hear a rustling. Dude, I thought it what was... What if there's a dog on the flight and it has a problem with the bald eagle, and it, the bald eagle <laughs> kills it? Dude, I, I, I do. I, I am eating crow right now. I you are eating bald eagle. I mean, bald which eagle is e- soup. Which is illegal. By oh. the way, I heard the guy doesn't even carry his bags. The thing just hovers above him. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> holding his bag. How is that thing allowed to be let out? I mean, it's legitimately an untamed wild beast. That, what do you allow, a grizzly bear in there? Well, we're going to hear on this video. Southwest it loves it. They say it's one of their favorite passengers. And also, so this guy, uh, he comes from a sanctuary in Dollywood, Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, a should place that called, I enjoy frequenting. Eagle Forge. 
Uh, I enjoy. I've been to Pigeon Forge quite a few times. And is that where your prom was? <laughs> I wish. Uh, and so then this guy, he he said that this thing was found as a baby. He couldn't reintroduce it to the wild. So he takes it to fucking football games and lets it fly out into the field. Sometimes after the national anthem, they'll have the... I don't know how... I guess they train it enough to know. But one time, one of them did I, take off and the guy had trouble re-wrangling it. It must have been a rookie. Well, I saw one where a guy... So there's a guy that's way up in the nosebleeds who lets it go and then he flies to a guy on the ground but the, the guy on the ground, it missed the glove. It had to do another loop. Oh, I th- oh, that's like a plane. They're like, uh-oh, too much wind. <laughs> I thought it was the guy on the ground, but it's interesting. There's a man up on the, the nose. Uh, the jack dude was the dude who let it go down to his fucking underling. Did he have his shirt off? <laughs> dude, that guy's like... That guy was huge. What a fucking... He looked like Don Fry from early UFC and yeah. Pride. He pro- that dude probably did fight like one of the early UFCs. And he looked like a fireman. Like I said, he had a mustache. He was jacked. And he carried a, carry a bald eagle like all firemen do. What's the sex? Male. What's the sex? What a, male. That's his fucking social interaction. He's like, hey, let me go ahead and pull out the bald eagle right now. Uh, this will definitely get some attention. I may never fly Southwest again just for fear of ending up on the bald eagle plane. He would freak out if you saw. Dude, I, I birds would, are yeah. terrifying. I think you could probably get a refund if you told them you're like, hey, man, I'm, I'm a scared bird of guy. birds, man. What if I thing. sat? What if I was in the middle of the guy in the bald eagle? Like we couldn't. You you wouldn't move. Like at Southwest, you can pick your seat. And the woman hands me the peanuts, and the and the beak comes out and grabs him. What, the, what if the guy sets the bald eagle down? That goes use the bathroom. And you sit down next to it. And you go, yeah, sorry, it's my seat. What if he takes it out? And he just sees out. What if you? What if you're taking a piss and the bald eagle flies in and grabs your dick? <laughs> it thinks it's a worm. <laughs> yeah, it th- thinks it's a fucking a snake. It's a very small worm. Hi <laughs> Probably a large worm, small snake. No, for me, small worm. Small worm? Not even a night crawler? Tiny snake. <laughs> Can you pull it in half and it grows back? It looks like when you rip part of a gummy worm off. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's shaped like a gummy bear. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's got like kids. arms and legs. <laughs> Must be a hit of kids party. <laughs> Let's get to the video. See what Southwest has to make a minute and 20 video on Twitter about. <laughs> is Andrew DeWitt in this? I don't know. Th- we'll he, he's doing Southwest commercials, right? He is as Fenwick. He, he told No, he told on Fenwick. Yeah, but look, YouTube, I am Fenwick, and you can see Andy DeWitt's uh, Southwest commercial. Here it is, everybody. Here's what Southwest has to say about their beloved says, eagle. My favorite part of flying. Oh. Part about flying on Southwest with challengers, they treat them like royalty. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Come on, video. Oh, we're buffering. This is like the old days watching porno. Uh-oh. It's not even buff. It's not even doing anything. Come on, Southwest. Don't do this to me. Wonder Wheel. They're part about flying on Southwest with challengers. They treat them like royalty. Yeah, because they're terrified of them. Think he really is royalty? <laughs> no, I'm going to say that he's not. He's not royalty. actually royalty. Let it load. Why does it just, but it, it doesn't even show it loading. Oh, Jesus. Why does it get caught? Some videos get caught. Like yeah. I think it's the reload video. it. Try to reload it. Uh so they they treat. Why would they treat him like royal? Yeah, because they're terrified of him. I think they may think he really is royalty. <laughs> he was wearing a crown in that video. Yeah, a Burger King crown because he and he had two topless women fanning him. <laughs> and he raped somebody. My favorite part about flying on Southwest with challengers: they treat him like royalty. It doesn't matter whether it's the pilots or the flight attendants or the people at the 
the, the deaths this is crocodile dundee everyone from beginning to end treats them in a special way the very first time when i saw the eagle come out you know it's a little surreal when you actually see like you know its wingspan and everything this is challenger he's 27 he was rescued when he was a year old I mean, he's been free flying since he was about five years old he is going to fly at the baltimore ravens game Free flying, dude. This thing's loose in the goddamn gate. This is dangerous. That, I do not approve of this. That redheaded chick's hot. Well, <laughs> that's what you say. That's what a misogynist would say. I'm a gentleman. That's true. A lot of people ask, how do we make him go around the stadium like that? We have cues at the bottom of the field, and he oh, knows that. Put a GoPro released, on him. He goes down to that person that is calling him. What he does in the air is all him. <laughs> We traveled on another Jesus, airline for piercing. years, and we were able to put the Eagle in the cargo bin, but it wasn't always what we wanted for his safety. And we just happened to make contact with the airlines. We heard that they had shipped some other animals on the plane, and uh, they were very gracious, and they welcomed us to fly our Eagle in the, the front seats of their airplanes. And so we love it. They've treated us well. I don't think we're ever going to leave this airline. <laughs> that thing went in the cargo bin? Dude, early on, I don't, I don't like this one bit. Dude, ban, you're gonna boycott Southwest. I'm calling for a boycott. Although the bald eagles are national animal, I, I am calling for a boycott <laughs> until they get this thing underneath the plane or on a private jet. <laughs> the teams can afford private jets. Yeah, but they don't want it. They're like, you know what? We'd rather just not have an eagle in our fucking game. Then that's fine too. Do we really need it? There are other Probably countries not. that can barely eat. Do we really need? Do we really Jesus, need that? Zach, what was that? A beef? Zach hasn't been here in a while. He just showed up. Yes. Well, so got heard a beefer. So uh, hold on. Dillman just came in. He wants to do something real quick. Okay. You just killed wow. that guy. He just he just knocked. He just threw what, some boots on. The what floor. other beasts have they transported? Ah, uh, they do a Kodiak bear once a year. Yeah, but they just <laughs> buckle him in the in the seat out of a cage. They let an so ostrich. Like, hey, by the way, when you walk by the bear, don't make eye contact with him and don't have any food on you. They let. Uh, we're not going to serve any food or drink because this bear would maul <laughs> everyone. Bet, I would love to see a bear in a seatbelt just sitting there, fucking trying to maul people as they walk by. Uh, they Do let, not look at the bear. They let an ostrich co-pilot uh, Southwest once a year. <laughs> the they pilot let, comes out they just covered two, in blood. They let two chimpanzees fly the whole airline. It'd be a funny practical joke. Just chimpanzees like pilots and make them stand there when people come in. No, just have the door accidentally fly open and when people are and the people are sitting in the front row and you see two chimps and then they one door closes in. <laughs> That would be great. That's Danish and O'Neill Airlines. Look forward to seeing that. That would be a good. That'd be a great prank if you could get somebody to go along with it. Some <laughs> yeah, airline. airline would do that, <laughs> and then the monkey just gets out and closes. Ah, uh, we got another huge update. I feel like this is a show of updates. Is this the other update that I was thinking of the first time? This is. Yeah, we were at the comedy store on a Monday night. We very rarely go in on the Monday nights. It's uh, the open mic night, but uh, people of our stature a.k.a. stature, can go up later in the night. Uh, <laughs> yeah, which really isn't that it's good It's not of a good. Deal. The mics are all covered in cold and flu germs yeah. by then. But we saw a man who uh, who knows a friend of ours, the Boosh. The Boosher. He knows the Boosh pretty well. And I said, what number? Almost as well as the Danish and O'Neill. I said, what number you got on the Boosh? I cannot get in contact with this man. He went to his phone. He goes, it's been the same one for a while. But... 
Not the one I had. So he got rid of his Obama phone because he now has a Trump phone. So I made a call to this new number, fingers crossed, and here's what happened. Can it be the one, the only, Boosh? He sounds jovial. Boosh, where have you been? I've been worried thick about you. We couldn't get in touch with you. I had the wrong phone number, I think. Man, I've been around, man. I just can't <laughs> lay alone, that's all. What happened to your Obama phone? Did it, did it stop working once Obama left the office? Yeah. <laughs> Obama's name got in office. I lost my phone. <laughs> <laughs> the Boosh. The Boosh. It's good to hear you, Boosh. I, we, we were seriously worried about you. We didn't know where you were, what happened. Man, but, nothing just happened, man. Boosh, man, the last time I spoke with you, I had an eye operation. You had the eye operation? Yeah, I uh, had a cataract eye operation, and they got to stay put a lens in my eyes maybe a couple of weeks from now. They, they, they did two procedures. I bet you're with, seeing those titties clearer than ever now. Halfway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost there. <laughs> yeah, Bush. We, we've missed you, Bush. I miss you guys too, man. I, I, I hear all kind of stuff going on for you guys, you know, but I'm just like laying low for right now. I just, you know, you know, trying to stay out of trouble, you know. <laughs> when, you, uh, when you get all better, we're going to have to have you back on the podcast. All the, uh, the listeners miss you. The listeners miss me? Yeah, they were all at because we kept saying we didn't know where the Bush was. People said they, they wanted you to come back on, and we were like, well, we're having trouble getting in touch with the Bush. You got me, man. I'm always around, you know. So how is uh, Brockovich? is staying out of trouble like you. All right. That's what it's about. You know, when you call your man, he's not doing great, but he's not in trouble. That's a huge. That's huge. Yeah, I'll tell, I'll tell Brockovich you say hello. Please, because uh, anything can happen around you, man. You can lose your your, your freedom in it. It's full of bullshit. I hear you, Bush. <laughs> Your guy died, no matter what. But I'll be in the comments so soon, man. Nice. Can you just give a message to the Danish and O'Neill listeners? Uh, I'll play it on the podcast. Yes, of course. Go ahead, Bush. Hey, man, uh, audience members and all my friends and all the people that listen to the Jeff and uh, uh, my man's podcast, man. Uh, <laughs> you guys are wonderful. I miss you guys. I've just been going through a little bit of a... Uh, Eye surgery. It's gonna be done soon, and I get back with you guys, and we have the fun we always have. It's always fun, man. You guys are the greatest audiences in the world, man. Okay. I miss you guys. 2017 is gonna be great. It's gonna be awesome. You guys are gonna be used to me winning. I'm gonna be winning so much. You guys are gonna be like, wow, Bushman is winning. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Bush. Boo! <laughs> you like that? Ah, uh, Bush. I love it. <laughs> I miss you guys. I've been thinking about you guys, but you guys probably, you know, busy, so busy that you won't have no time to talk to the Bush. So I oh. let me just be cool, man. Just come on, Bush. We always got time for you. Don't go. I, I know, Jeff. Come on. I'm just kidding, man. But you know, I always have to be just, you know, respectful to my friends. You know, let them know I, I love them, and you know, I just not not man who like to impose or nothing like that. You know. I hear you, Bush. Uh, I got to run. It was good talking to you. Good luck with the next surgery, and uh, I'll be in touch. We uh, Hopefully, we'll do a show pretty soon. Sounds good, Joe. Sounds good, Jeff. You take it easy, bro. Thanks for your time, and we love you, and keep up the good work, my friend. All right, Bush. Uh, take it easy. 
there in Brooklyn. He should keep up the good work, too. You guys are wonderful. Will do, Bush. Take care. All right. See you. Later. By the way, he totally forgot your name. <laughs> I know. It's crazy because he goes... I mean, because really, he only knows me by Aaron Brockovich. I mean, yeah. he does, but he he knows Dana Shit O'Neill, but he said Brockovich. Well, he previously. says Ryan O'Neill, but he's getting old and crazy, and he's he only goes by the original, which is Aaron Brockovich. He was really all over the place. At first, it sounded like he was almost like evading the law, like he just kept saying, that's "I'm laying how, low." Yeah, I'm that's classic Bush. <laughs> but also, it's like and never never wanes with the positivity. 2017 is going to be great. He said we, we're going to get used to him winning. Could He's you understand all that? Because I think some people uh, may have trouble. I mean, I, I speak Bushman, but yeah. Yeah, I do as well. So, yeah, for the I mean, I could see how people could not understand it, but... For the, yeah, I got it. I got it all. If you did or didn't, you're still gonna you're gonna hear the Bushman's infectious enthusiasm, and you're gonna feel good about life. Sometimes when you call your man and he's not doing great, but he's he's not in trouble, that's a win. Man, <laughs> you can lose your freedom over bullshit. He was all over the place. He was sentimental. He was uh, humorous. That's the classic Bushman. You in one conversation, every you'll emotion, hear dark depression. You'll hear <laughs> joy, uh, fucking a manic high. <laughs> You'll hear positivity. You'll hear a talk of eye surgery. Praise of the Lord. (laughs) Running from the law. (laughs) Surgeries. Forgetting people's names. Everything. I like how like, hey, you know I'm always around. It's like, yeah, except for the time we lost you for like five years. (laughs) And this time when we lost you for a long period of time. Yeah. Don't tell you're always. You change your phone number all the fucking time. And you don't tell anybody. But why does his phone number change? You should have asked if he still lived in that place. I know. I forgot. that guy was probably. Maybe a weekly segment. You may be up for next week. Tape the call. Yeah, I might have to go up there and say, Bush, hey, Bush, maybe you know what we should do? Have you talked to Jeff lately? I can't find him anymore. <laughs> oh, man. Are you kidding? I talked to him last week. I was like, what? I haven't talked to him in three months. The show isn't going on. I'm going to tell him that. Bush, we got to put a detective agency together. And then uh, I don't know if you saw on Twitter. If you don't, if you're not on Twitter, maybe you didn't see it. Uh, if you are, follow us at Danish and O'Neill. I found uh, a new sponsor for the show. I was driving around. I was in Koreatown. I drive by a restaurant. This place is legitimately called Young Dong Restaurant. Oh, Young Dong. On Wilshire. We need to go there for a Young Dong review. Near Vermont? Where Koreatown is. Yeah, but between Vermont and... I think like uh, the beginning of Koreatown. All right, so like right around Vermont. Uh, I made a call to Young Dong. Uh, I was what? I was craving their to cuis- ask uh, for sponsorship. I did not ask, but I was craving the cuisine. Here's here's what happened. Hello, Doctor Watson. May I help you? Yeah. Hi. Is this Young Dong? Yes. Do you guys deliver by any chance? We don't deliver. Oh man, I need some of that Young Dong in my apartment right now. Um, all right, I'm gonna try to figure out a way to get it uh, from there to here. Okay. Thank you. What time do you close? Uh, today, ten forty-five. Uh, ten minutes. Is there uh, a daily special of Young Dong? Oh, yeah, we don't have right now. We don't have a daily special. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, I've never been there before, so I just want to. Uh, I want to taste it. Okay. So are you gonna order for it to go or what? Um. Let me. I'll call you back in like two minutes. Okay. No Thank problem. you. Thank you. Bye. He was really slinging yeah. that young dong. Yeah, he knows what the young dong's all about. 
I mean, do you prefer a young dong or a matured? I want an old dong. <laughs> Seasoned? Yeah, I want a dong that's going to take its time. You don't want this young dong. It's a little too not to mention over enthusiastic. It's not marinated correctly. Yeah, you want some. <laughs> the wrinkles bring character to a young to an old dong. What if the, what if there's a y- old dong down the street, dude? I googled it. Young dong is like a fairly common restaurant name. Young like there's dong? young dong tofu. There's young dong this place. There's like they're all over California at least. Young Dong. How do you name it Young Dong? I mean, because well, it doesn't mean anything to them. But, but I mean, like, you still, some of well, their kids or somebody must be like, hey, man, this is pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. But it's like, if it's everywhere over there. I don't know if he would have been receptive to me asking That's for like sponsorship. The number, it's like in German where the six is sex. <laughs> it's but Young Dong. <laughs> it's one thing just Dong. <laughs> If it's just dong you know, restaurant, we should have but the, young, it's young. We need to have the Bushman call and order some young dong. Oh, is this food kosher? I think he's oh, like, yeah. I want the young dong in my mouth. <laughs> Give it to me. This place is called young dong. I can't believe it. <laughs> Sir, do you want uh, noodles? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I want any, all the young dong in my mouth. <laughs> Old sir, bush? would you like to order to go? The busher. Uh, well, sir, would you like that young dong in your in your uh, to rub on your chest? You should have said, "Do you have uh, <laughs> do you have uh, circumcised young dong?" Yeah, I, I could have pushed it further. <laughs> yeah, you, but, uh, you, you definitely pulled back on it. That was a, that was a, that was my first. When you realized the guy was foreign and didn't get it, you felt you feel you get, you get old. You feel and, like and, and you're by yourself. It was just me doing that. <laughs> I don't want should to, have called your neighbors in. Yeah. Hey, I'm getting ready to make this phone call to Young Dong. Hey, everybody, gather, gather around. around. There's a restaurant the called Young Dong. Granted, I'm in my uh, 30s, but I still find this very amusing. Uh, do you have any, are there any uh, larger restaurants? Do you have like a big Young Dong? <laughs> How does, what's the smell of uh, a Young Dong? <laughs> what kind of sauces come with the Young Dong? <laughs> How will the Young Dong feel coming out? <laughs> Are the young dogs all been washed? Is it is it going to be worse going in or coming out? <laughs> can I put a can I get a young dog anywhere? Are the dogs eighteen at least? Because I don't know if I want them. How long is how long is the young dog going to? How long is the young dog? I need that. Dog. Not in minutes and inches. Is it cool if I have the young dog in my bedroom? <laughs> What if my mom walks in and I have Young Dong in my mouth? You think she's going to be mad? Do you think it's risky to film myself eating that Young Dong? <laughs> Is anybody going to know that there's a, a young, young Dong in my house? You guys never had it. You are guys, you guys discreet about your Young Dong? You guys been raided by the feds or how cool are you? Is there a Zagat guy to Young Dongs? We should write uh, a script of questions like these for Bush to ask the guy. See how many like get Bush, through without keep going. Up. Keep going, Bush. Bush, keep it wrong. Oh, man, I can't say this to this man. That's <laughs> what he always says. <laughs> I cannot say this. Oh. He said that, that fucking video that we shot with him 11 years ago. I can't say that. The Young Dong. What does he do? He fucking says it. That Young Hot. Dong. Yeah, how thick are your young dogs? Are those, uh, are those circumcised? Or are they? <laughs> Fucking dongo. 
Young dongers. Oh, Dongo. Here's a story that Barbara sent to me, and it initially really tickled my dick bone. Okay. Yeah, uh, I didn't know you had a dick bone. You grew yours back. Yeah. Evolution's treated me well. This is from the Daily Mail. and this oh. is really, Some stories are just... It's almost like they were written for specifically Danish and O'Neill. I think some of them are. <laughs> I think some people are like, you know what? No one's going to read this except these guys. If our spy at the Daily Mail, you need to come forward. Who are you? <laughs> Whoever you are. Why are you catering work. things tr- strictly for us? This is by Abe Hawken. Oh, good old Abe Hawken. <laughs> Abe, uh, Classic UK name. Friends call him the Hawk. Yeah, or they call him Aber. <laughs> So, uh, if he's a good looking guy, they might call him Abe the Babe. Uh, this is a, it, oddly enough, this is in Africa. We're going to stay okay. in Africa. <laughs> We're going to, the theme of the show. This is, uh, it's sponsored by Duran Duran's Africa. And album. Matumbo's. Uh, hold on, Matumbo. Matumbo just walked in. Oh, here he is. <laughs> he always, always wants to get on the mics. You know, Dikembe, old Deke. Hello everyone. Man does not fly in the house of Mutombo. I think it, I, I think that's him. I think it's the same I, I disagree once again with the bald eagle. We we're going to agree to disagree. One thing that I haven't proven wrong though is the Halloween candy. One family that seemed like I they, can find a Southwest Airlines video. <laughs> yeah, but I agreed that I was completely off on that. I'll admit when I'm wrong. So, uh, pastor in Africa. Has claimed Did you say a pastor? Yeah. In Africa. Yeah. Okay. Has claimed he's cured a woman's vaginal warts, uh, healing her using just his shoe. <laughs> what did he slap? Pastor <laughs> Zendile Andres, uh, November. Hold on. That's stop. an odd last just name. Stop for a second. Yeah. Just using his shoe. I have video right here. Inventing <laughs> her pussy with the shoe? He takes the shoe off. <laughs> he's, this guy is such a G, he makes another man, an assistant, take his shoe off. He's like wingtip shoes. <laughs> And they put they make he makes her hold it, clamp it in between the legs, and then she just passes out face first onto the floor, goes into the bathroom, which I'll get into in a minute. Pussy warts are gone. <laughs> okay, do they have video of the pussy warts before and they after? They don't. But uh, that'd, so be a, that'd be a great video, pussy before and after pussy wart video of this guy's <laughs> shoe technique. He's pastors and deal Andres November, a victorious faith ministries in Bloemfontein, South Africa. Uh, he spoke to a woman who's in his congregation. Uh, he spoke into a microphone and asked the woman who has not been named. I don't know why she wouldn't want to be named. I mean, this is not. Well, right. she doesn't have pussy warts anymore. Whether she had pimples on her vagina. Oh, so <laughs> which could be just razor burn, yeah. couldn't it? Well, I don't think she, I don't think she's in Africa, though. <laughs> Wherever she is, where, if, they're, if you're in a place where guys are curing diseases with their shoe, I'm going to say that shaving your pussy probably isn't a top priority. She replied, yes, Pastor. And he quickly informed the congregation what he planned to do in order to help her. Oh, my God. He, uh, the pastor also claims he can cure AIDS and other spiritual problems. With his shoe? Uh, I don't know how. Oh, maybe a boot. Yeah, I think that would have to be maybe. You might, maybe you a, might need a boot. Or maybe even like a, a jacket. Or maybe like, uh, foot, like football cleats or something. You think it's all shoes? It may be like <laughs> another. It's all shoe themed. Uh, maybe like a knee high boot. Do you you need it, a lot of boot to handle th- that. Do you think people just come to him and say, this is what I suffer from? And then he opens his closet, his shoe closet. And he's like, let me see. He that, has them all labeled. Yeah. He's like the penny loafer <laughs> is perfect they're for in, gonorrhea. They're in glass vials and like a doctor. <laughs> and he pulls <laughs> them out with tongs. <laughs> he's like, put this shoe, put this fucking shoe. He has what a deal he, with a shoemaker. <laughs> Put this Adidas high top on your <laughs> cock. 
Uh, this is a Tiva sandal. A lot of hippies have sweat on this. <laughs> Here's some Birkenstocks. This will cure poison ivy. <laughs> Birkenstocks will, will cure your dick cheese. He then instructed another member of the group to take off his shoe and untie it. He was really bossy. Oh, he didn't even use his own shoe. No, he did. He made, I told you. He oh, to, oh, took. He informed the guy to take off yeah, his he goes, shoe. Take my shoe off. Oh, because if he touches it, <laughs> yeah. it's going to ruin its mystical powers. Gave it to the woman who quickly placed uh, his shoe between her legs. Two seconds later, she fell onto the ground. <laughs> the woman's friend then told the congregation about their remarkable results after going to the toilet with her. She said, "Pastor, I just came with her from the toilet." She says her vagina is clear. Says, why didn't she look at it? Yeah. What was the point of her going in there? Yeah. Well, no, she's telling the people. The woman then wiped her tears away uh, after her friend With informed the others about what had happened. Did she use the shoe to wipe the tears he away? He uses the laces. The friend added she could not even sleep with her husband, and now she has nothing. I don't... Uh, A man then shouted out, it. tell her to hurry home. Well, good comedy from that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? Some guy just yelled, tell her to hurry home. Hey, get that fucking the shoe cure her pussy. Dude, how bad were her warts? Enough for a shoe to have to be called in. Dude, this is insane. The pastor told TMG G- Digital, the woman came TMG to me. TMG Digital? Is that the TMZ of Africa? I believe it is. Bushman owns it. The woman came to me about pimples on her vagina, still uh, not run nomenclature. This made it impossible for her to sleep with her husband because the problem was on her private part. I decided to use the shoe. Do you uh, think the shoe had noxema on it or uh, oxy pads? I don't think the shoe had anything but God's power. He said, I believe in miracles, and God uses anything to heal, even a man's shoe. <laughs> yeah, okay, I don't know about that. He added, most of them come back negative, and those that are positive, I encourage them to have faith and continue to pray. Sometimes the shoe doesn't work, he's saying. Hey, if the, if the shoe doesn't fit the pussy. <laughs> he said, I specialize in deliverance for those who are demon-possessed, spiritual husbands, and diseases. I have no idea what that means. Don't judge this guy until you've walked a mile in his shoes. Yeah, because they can cure fucking warts. Here he is. Uh, here's the man. Let me see this uh, this fucking wart-healing motherfucker. Here he is. Look at this guy. Here we oh, go. Oh, it's a video. Yeah. All right. Here we here we have him in the magic shoe. Is he going to show the shoe? Here he is. Okay. Oh, that looks like a real... Uh, so it's a congregation of people wearing... Oh! Uh, all the same outfits. Did he KO'd her? He put the shoe between her legs. I got to see this woman's pussy. I don't believe that she... He's also calling them pimples. So you're she's thinking, calling them warts. Maybe the, you think it's lost in translation. <clears throat> I think this guy's full of shit. I got to be honest with you. I, don't I have know why. some uh, audio footage of, of the pastor. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Do you have pimples on your vagina? Yes, I do. <laughs> Set the tie, untie my shoe, man. <laughs> Here, put this between your legs, okay? Put it up. Untie the lace. Put laces first, please. Oh, my pimples! I feel like they're going away. I fell down. I fell. Oh, oh she better hurry home for the oh, husband. This woman cannot even have sex with the husband. <laughs> Jesus has cured a pimply <laughs> vagina. Hey, better hurry home. <laughs> Does anyone else have anything out there handling you I can share? <laughs> uh, yeah, I do. I do. Wrap right. the scarf around your dingus, my friend. <laughs> wait, wait, where's the scarf been? <laughs> It's been around many dinguses in the villages. I have uh, I have penile cancer. Penile cancer. Put it in my mouth. Oh, okay. Wait. Hey. Okay. You're sucking on it. Sucking the cancer out. Uh. Okay. But you're Jesus, sure. Jesus, give me the power to suck the cancer out of this uh, penis. I'm gonna come. Okay. Come into the shoe, please. <laughs> oh, yep. There, squirt. It's yep, an old bowling that's... shoe champion from Africa. 
Okay, so is now I'm cured. Mandela's bowling shoe. <laughs> <laughs> it is Mandela's. You got it from him. Ah, uh, that is an uh, interesting story, and I, you seem like a skeptic once again. Again, I, I, I could be proven wrong. I'm not gonna. From now on, the bald eagle really set me straight, <laughs> and maybe this lady was actually cured. Here's another trend. Uh, we like to expose our listeners to new trends. What's going on in the world? A lot of new shit going on. A lot of people there. tune into us just to hear, to keep up with their friends, yeah, and to know the latest lingo, to know the latest trends. This is from the New York Times. Classy. This is from Barbara well, scouring uh, scouring her her sources. This isn't like New York Times and then something after it. No, this New is York legit. Times. This is maybe the classiest publication that we've ever brought into this show uh we all we did npr recently don't forget that yeah npr's not classy how dare you those fucks so uh this is about a new business that's popped up and i guess is going well for people it's uh for eager newcomers trying to hustle a life in new york city there are certain time-honored means of staying afloat foam and lattes as a barista selling books at the strand whatever that is or shepherding spaniels, the paid dog. So walker. wait, selling books at this one place called the Strand is, yeah. is popular for everybody that comes <laughs> in. So how many positions do they have open there? Three thousand. Yeah, must be a lot of books to sell. Uh, it seems now a new job has popped up: professional cuddler. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you! If you're a professional cuddler, you kidding me? Wait, first of all, how much does it pay? Because I might change my mind here. In recent years, cuddling build as therapeutic, non-sexual touch on sites. How can like, it be non-sexual on sites like the Snuggle Buddies and Cuddlist? By the way, if I was cuddling with like a hot chick, I would have a boner, and then I would I would do like a light thrust to see if you get a little pushback. <laughs> Keep it professional, but if you get dude. The pushback, it's non-sexual. How many of these encounters turn into sex? I'm gonna say a lot. You take that off hours. You're on the clock. Dude, if you give keep the, your clock, if, keep your cock if, off the clock. <laughs> if you're a young guy and you're cuddling with a young lady and you've never had sex with her, even an old lady, maybe yeah. that's what you're into. And say, let's say you have you maybe you have an erection or something. Just give it a light, just a light tap, and if you get a tap back from the ass, then you know if she backs that, that ass up yes, like if juvenile, she, if she or if she you just put the boner so that it can be felt between the butt cheeks, and then if she's into it, she will rub the butt cheeks up and down the boner, and then you're in. That's just something I've learned in my years. Who knows? Maybe she'll fart on your D, and that could be what somebody's into, and that gets them going. It's happened to me. Sometimes you're laying, on your D? No, you're laying. Oh, Jesus! You're laying with a lady like that you know. Maybe you're friends with. Maybe you've had a few drinks. <laughs> she's maybe a- you have a boner. Then next thing you know, she's rubbing her butt cheeks against, and then it's on. That's yeah. uh, that's the international sign. Oh, it's ever, start your engines. Uh, it says it's become the latest thing in wellness beyond yoga and meditation. <laughs> oh, it's better than yoga and meditation. Quasi-movement dates back more than a decade thanks to Snuggle Mixers sponsored by the nonprofit group Cuddle Party. It sounds so fucking bizarre. <laughs> it's like lemon. Are they the same guys that make lemon parties? Has morphed into a cuddle for hire industry of one-on-one sessions. Oof. For $79. What? For an hour? Practitioners who sign up for Cuddleist, for example, receive about 10 hours of training. 10 hours. That's, that's what you pay. 10 for. hours. 10 hours of training. Yeah. You, you tell me it takes 10 hours to learn how to cuddle. $8 a session. You got to be kidding me. <laughs> you need to know the form, dude. It's $79 for the whole class. For 10 hours. That better be one fucking day, by the way. I'm not coming to 10 one hours. No, you'll probably, probably give me ten hours. They'll straight. probably uh, divide the curriculum up a little Dude, bit. Let me cuddle with one woman for ten hours and be like, "All right, you pass." 
congratulations. Can't I just video myself cuddling at home and then send it yeah, in? Can I do this online? You have to do like it's like driving test. You have to do like fourteen hours of spooning on your own time and film it. Okay. So is there if there is an online class, I'll I'll take that. With on your Roku at MIT. Yeah. Oh, you're gonna. Have, I mean, you're gonna have a master's. Oh yeah, I'll have a PhD in cuddling. Once trained, pro cuddlers promise a physical and psychic salve through spooning, arm tickling, and deep embraces. This is this is just this is just foreplay. Think of it as a blend of talk therapy, yoga, and improvisational body work. The free jazz equivalent of massage. You know what? I don't want some <laughs> fuck whispering in my ear while I'm telling me uh, things to boost my morale or something. You're gonna have a good week. <laughs> really? I mean, do you want a self-centered piece of shit you have to be to do this? This is gonna blue ball you so bad. <laughs> but now that you kind of do that, I'm like, oh, I have the earbuds in. I'm like, that's not that bad. <laughs> I took the training. One such such practitioner at eighty dollars an hour. Fucking hot breath on your in your earlobe going Something in your ear canal. Me some of these people aren't the most attractive. Giving or getting. I bet you giving there yeah, is they are. because I bet you they pay more for True. like an extra. Like I think it starts with an hour of cuddling for eighty dollars, and then it ends with an hour of fucking for four hundred. <laughs> Brianna Quijada, kind of a rhyming Is there a name. Eighty dollars an hour. Thirty-year-old native of Tempe, Arizona, moved to New York, two thousand eight. Lives in Astoria, Queens. She's a manager at a vegan re- restaurant on the Upper East Side by day, but she recently discussed her second career on the Cuddleist Network, plying the world's newest profession by night. Wait, the world's newest profession? Yeah, the oldest is hooker. The newest is Yeah, I know. Yeah, this is also the oldest because this is basically what a hooker is going to be doing anyway. They asked her why she moved to New York. I uh, said I was successful at acting and performance in Arizona. Wait, hold on. Small pond. Time out. <laughs> Small pond. Time out. I was successful at acting and performing in Tempe, Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, with, that's the fucking, that's the, that's the second Hollywood. Yeah. That's it's the Hollywood in the desert. It's called Arizona Wood. Are you kidding me? This lady says I was successful at acting in Tempe. Hey, if you're not impressed yet, she said, I even had my singing audition air on a season of American Idol. <laughs> but you didn't even get fucking chosen. My entire life, I was told I had potential. And that's, me, the, that's why she's a color. That's because people told you had potential. You know what real people come from? People tell them they're failures. That's where you fucking come from. And they try to raise above it. That's where real success comes from. So she's feeling the pain of being told she was going to make it. Yeah. And uh, to me, there was no better place to discover that than New York City. But I became very unhappy with auditioning and daunted by the competition. That's why it was great to find something new. She's really convincing herself here. Dude, that's also why she failed because she was told that she was great and she was the fucking huge Tempe. Yeah. What you need is someone to tell you you're a loser because then when you go in there, you're like, hey, Whatever. I'm or to fucking... say, like, hey, it's going to be hard. Yeah. I, she I thought, can handle the rejection. She thought it was a slam dunk. Yeah. She goes, I'm going to go out there. She goes, and hey, fucking I'm dominating crush. my local theater group. Yeah. Go back to Tempe. Wait till they see me. Hey, my audition Dude. was on American Idol. Wait till they see me in fucking New York City. Oh. oh, wait. Everyone comes here. Do you know how much shit? Remember the early days we first got out here? All the shit you had to wade through of these oh. people being like, I'm this, I'm that. You're like, you know what? You're, you're going to end up a professional last. cuddler, maybe even amateur. <laughs> yeah, probably amateur. <laughs> Uh, I'd asked how, they, how she first heard about cuddling. A friend of mine had mentioned it. It was casual. I think he'd like a cuddle party. I was like, do they exist? <laughs> do they exist? Sounds very swingerish. Is it like a key party? It's non-sexual, so there's rules in place. But this lady was down for a fucking swingers party. That lady was down for it because she's like, oh, I'm interested. Is it a swingers party? Here she is. Is she mm, never, not paying 80 never, bucks? Let me see. Hold on. 
Uh, so there's rules like keeping your clothes on the whole time. They're usually held in a yoga type studio with yoga mats, pillows, blankets. You come in, take off your shoes, put a name tag on. First 45 minutes are icebreakers, getting to know each other, going over rules about consent and communication. But you still get paid, right? <laughs> I guess. What drew you to cuddling? I just want to touch. It seemed like a safe way to explore that. It seems weird to think that I wasn't in a monogamous relationship, wasn't having sex. I wasn't getting that kind of touch. <laughs> what? Here she is uh, laying on her bed sideways. Yeah, I'd be here about $20 for an hour of cuddling. <laughs> I'd make her pay me 10 <laughs> What is the value of touch? When I experience consensual touch, I'm more in my body. I'm more comfortable. It's like a feeling of being understood. It raises your oxytocin. It calms the fight or flight response. At the same time, there's a feeling of vulnerability. So it's a really interesting way to connect. What, what the fuck are they talking about? Is it, it calms the fight or f- Why fight is it response. On? Why is it on if you're in a yeah. yoga room? What is this, ZZ Top? Does the guy have a knife? What is that song? Something about touch? I don't know. I think that's ZZ Top. What kind of people go to a cuddling party? It's people from different walks of Losers. life. Losers. <laughs> Most of them in their <laughs> mid-30s to mid-50s. One man I, I met went to Burning Man several times, but then there are people in the corporate world. There are also a lot of varsity colorers there to help. What does that mean? Like varsity experience? someone who's been there. They're like, you know what? You're not doing it right. Yeah, put your dick in her butthole. Yeah, put it, you want to pinch the nipple when you do this. <laughs> how far do you take it? It's your imagination. There's no limit. Wait, I mean, how far can you take cuddling without <laughs> fucking? Like, I don't, what do you mean it has up to your imagination? Maybe you can come through imagination. Then what are you talking about? There's no imagination in cuddling. Like you cuddle or you don't cuddle or you fuck or you get up and leave. That's the, you have, you if have your imagination so good, wouldn't you just not pay and just do it by yourself and imagine you're with so someone else? Are you supposed to be imagining that this is like the person of your dreams holding you? Here's what she's into. Me specifically. I love being able to put my head in someone's lap. Wait, that's not cuddling. <laughs> Having my hair played with. That's not cuddling. That's light touch. Dude, these people are all a bunch of fucking pussies whose parents coddle them too much, and they basically want that parent-child relationship again. I love being the big spoon. <laughs> I like little arm tickles in oh the ears. God. The ears are awesome Dude, just to play with them. This is sad. Or even playing footsie. That's one, too. It's seriously like drugs. You're done with the party, and you're stoned from the cuddling. I don't think it's legal. Hey, who out there wants to open up a fresh bag of fucking cuddling? I uh, am so high off of this cuddling. I tried it out <laughs> and uh, I cannot see straight. I can barely walk. I need uh, an ambulance. David Loazzo's done. He's out. He's passed out. He's been cu- he's been cuddled into fucking unconsciousness. I heard Nick and Nate Diaz are under investigation by the commission. Excessive yeah. cuddling is a drug. The Nevada Athletic Commission just fined somebody. Because they they were cuddled before they got into the octagon. They, they tested positive for cuddling. <laughs> Are you kidding me? She says it's like, have you done drugs, lady? I don't think so. I've done some cuddling in my day. <laughs> I tell you what, it doesn't feel like doing fucking drugs. It fucking doesn't doesn't feel like painkillers. I'll does, tell you that. Does fucking feel like drugs? No, it feels like coming. <laughs> it feels like coming. Uh, they ask her why she made the leap to one on one cuddling. It sounds like these oh, are group whoa, parties. Whoa, she yeah. went. She went to the, she made the leap. I always felt I was the kind of person who could make people comfortable with me. I thought I could be good at this if it's legit. <laughs> this lady's, this lady's goals and aspirations are so fucking out of whack. She's like, I thought that I could be good at this. This is how this lady's been brainwashed. From but now fucking- she's like, but I'm, I've really found my calling. Like, I'm really good. Yeah, at you it. failed at fucking being an No, actor. but I'm really good at, whole, at uh, light arm tickles. In footsies. 
this is not a skill that you can fucking anybody can do this. This is not. This is like you have to be desperate enough for you money. You have to have a fucking pulse and be a warm body that this guy doesn't well, think he can cuddle with for free. You have to be desperate for money or a fucking lunatic to want to touch strangers in a in a kind of sexual slash non sexual way. Uh, what do private clients ask for? Could be hand hold, holding. Oh my! You have to hold some fucking weirdo's <laughs> hand. Synchronized breathing. <laughs> what the fuck is that in the Olympics? Eye gazing. <laughs> I just stared at some fucks eyes, holding hands and be like, oh, "Breathe in, breathe out." I would literally rather I would rather eat dog shit out of the dumpster <laughs> than than have to support myself doing that. I'd rather be gazing a into somebody's eyes. I'd rather be a hooker than this. It's less oh, intimate. Yeah. You'll make more money. It's less intimate. I would rather. I would take. I would fuck dudes this all comes, day. This comes from cuddle. This comes from loneliness. Where being a hooker comes from survival. Yeah, <laughs> this is I like you're like lonely. Being a hooker also takes some skills if you want to survive in a competitive market. <laughs> you got to fuck hard. Yeah, you got to know what people. And there's tricks in the trade. Sometimes they don't put it in their vagina. Sometimes they squeeze it between their thighs. Say Sometimes they'll wants, blow it right before they come, and then just shove it in, and then it's done. Say a guy wants to, you to take a duty on his chest. You better be able to do it on command. You better eat that burrito. <laughs> uh, and you got to survive. Sometimes you get the shit beat out of you. Cuddlers aren't getting the shit beat out of them. They have cuddling pimps. Dude, I would love to be. I'd be a cuddling pimp. <laughs> I, did, did I ever tell you? You, you were a pimp? A no. Pimp? But did I ever tell you when I tried to... I thought that I could make good money driving hookers around to their clients. When? Last year? No, this is, I know. it was like five years ago when I was looking for employment. I thought, oh, when oh, you bought that van that said hooker transportation? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was it. When I got the chauffeur's cap. Oh, I thought that was a joke. Because you get a cut of their fucking money. Yeah, but the, you, the I pimp, seriously the, looked into it. The pimp wouldn't like yeah, that. Yeah, but if, no, but if, if she's not down, you got to go upstairs and make sure that he's not, the John isn't killing her. Oh, you want to be like security. Yeah, I drive. Slash. No, this is for escorts. Okay. Yeah. Ryan That's the only thing I told you Ryan about O'Neal that. Ryan escort. You're the escort escort. Yeah, at the time, though, I was seeing a girl and she wasn't that cool with me. What? Hookers around. What? what kind of woman is this? I'm not with her anymore, I'll tell you that. Well, I hope your current lady has no problem with she this job She would have no problem with me driving hookers around. Would she ride with you? <laughs> probably not no probably not uh this woman said i've done cuddling while sitting whether it's an embrace holding hands or their head in my lap but this isn't cuddling this is either hugging hand holding eye gazing this isn't cuddling <laughs> or standing and holding each other they come to me for relaxation oh my god where do you meet i don't host sessions where i live so i've been renting rooms at breather which rents rooms uh meeting rooms by the hour it's like the motel of yeah, dude, this is one step to prostitution. They're basically small conference rooms with a whiteboard and a futon or couch. I've also gone to people. Wait, wait, what do you need the whiteboard for? If you want to draw pictures of her wait, boobies. Are you serious? <laughs> you what do play, you need a whiteboard You want to play hangman while you're eye gazing? Oh, my God. I want to go nipple to nipple cuddling. I want to go, t- I want to go tip to tip. With another man. With a Chinese finger trap. With <laughs> another guy? You're together. locked in? No, but you have the Chinese finger trap so you, they don't actually touch. Or back in the day in 80s wrestling, they would do strap matches where they would tie you together. Uh, I remember. But you could go, you could tie your dingus to another man and you're like locked in. You remember Police Academy when uh, Bobcat? Yeah. Zed. Zed, they, they taped their hands together. Yeah. Um, she said, I've also gone to people's places and hotel rooms. Sounds like a good way to die. A lot of people don't want a host, so they'll get a room even though they live in the area. Sounds like everyone's creeped out, like embarrassed by this. Aren't you afraid to go to a hotel room alone? There's always that little bit of fear. 
There was, that was more in the beginning, but I uh, I screened people really well. There's a safety protocol. I talk to people on the phone or Skype or meet them at coffee oh, okay, shops. okay, yeah, because you know what? A lot of serial killers- Yeah, admit uh, it right away. Yeah, because you have to. It's the law. You yeah. have to tell them that you're a serial killer. But I don't go into it thinking people are going to be creepy anymore. <laughs> Do clients ever get frisky? We start off by agreeing if at any point either of us is uncomfortable with anything, we're going to speak up. So that takes that off our minds. I basically say my boundaries- that I'm not comfortable being touched in any areas that would be covered by a two-piece bathing suit. Boring. What the fuck? Someone once asked me to wear shorts, and I wasn't comfortable with that. Boring. What a prude. That's like the worst of it. Yeah. Boring. I'm like, hey, by the way, when you cuddle, uh, I like to have my fingers cuddled by your vagina. <laughs> <laughs> really, really cuddle them tight. Yeah. You, do you kegels? I, call it, I like being the little spork. <laughs> <laughs> I like to call it the finger crusher. What do you do when clients become noticeably aroused? Whoa! Now we're getting to the fucking dirt. Sexual arousal happens. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. And it's a natural human reaction. <laughs> oh, thank God. The Thanks, idea, Dr. Science. The idea is not to encourage it or manipulate it by simply changing positions. Taking a break and talking about how we're feeling in the moment can help redirect our energy to agenda-free cuddling. No, but wait, what about my boner? He's like, uh, my boner's feeling pretty good right now. <laughs> you know, it's feeling pretty good. Is this big old boner uh, in my pants. Yeah, but my, my pussy's pretty wet right now. My nips are pretty hard. Uh, otherwise, I feel pretty good, I guess. Yeah, Relax. how about you? Are you feeling any of this? Look at the fuck. <laughs> as long as you're open. That would be a great joke. Is getting like somebody you know who really like, you know, some guy who probably can't get fucked. Like you're telling him it's a hooker and then you send him to this. <laughs> Jesus, he would fucking rape her. That's not, it's a terrible joke. <laughs> yeah, probably not good. What was your first session like? My very first client ever was a younger man, maybe 19. He was in college. It was sweet. This sounds like fucking Red Book Diaries, like some sort of escort fucking confessional. He wanted to hold me. That's what we did for the whole time. We listened to a Jack Johnson playlist. And oh, he, my Jack Johnson playlist. And These he, people are fucking losers. And he talked about school. He talked about school. Oh, I have this one class. This, the economics professor is a real jerk. I don't like him. Cuddle me harder. Oh, this Jack Johnson song is beautiful. <laughs> right now, I just want to think we should communicate that I do have an erection. Uh, Brian, you do have a boner. I think we need to time out. Let's talk about how we feel in the moment. Uh, I feel horny and scared. <laughs> I feel ashamed and dirty I want to call my mom I feel like I don't have enough money to pay this <laughs> Oh well, well the cuddle how, pimp How many people go right from the cuddler To the massage parlor To get jerked off Because <laughs> they're stressed Because they're like I've got a bunch of pent up frustration They now. say why not just get a massage she says, for massage, there's this feeling that you're being worked on and healed. It's not mutual. Wait, isn't that what you want? Worked on and healed? It's a completely different energy with cuddling. Oh, God. It's a mutual, consensual experience. Consensual, not in the sense of, sure, I'll do that, but in the sense that both people want. Dude, we have, we have gotten, we have too many luxuries in this country. That what? People are like, you know what? I'll pay someone $80 to fucking hug me. For an hour. This is fucking crazy. <laughs> this is one of the craziest... <laughs> Things we've ever covered, honestly, that we've devolved into this sort of bullshit. Professional spooning. We are, USA. We are such a bunch of pussies. It's crazy. You know who I think are doing it? Millennials. It's all millennials. They yeah. need hugs. Because they're pussies. I never got hugged as a kid. I'm fine. Look at me. So what? You're making on mountain lions? Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. It's 
We what? gotta do an animal story. It's been too long. I was in the park the other day, but nothing happened. Really? Yeah. I have my switchblade now. By the way, I was having a conversation with a random person, and uh, somehow mountain lions came up, and I started asking the person if they knew P twenty two, and they were like, they looked at me like I was insane. They're like, what? what you, I've never even heard of this. They but brought up mountain lions, though. But it just—I forget the con. But anyway, it came up, so I started talking about P twenty two. The person looked up the pit, the infamous picture in front of P twenty two. They got front of the Hollywood sign and they were blown away by it. And then oh, they didn't know there was a, they didn't no. know there was one in Griffith Park. No, they had no clue. No, I'm not saying they didn't know mountain lions exist. No, no, but they didn't know there was no. one in, in the city. No clue. Wow. So I, uh, then tried to tell him about you and I was like, I have this friend. Uh, oh boy. Yeah. But he goes on night hikes and he's trying to find it. And the person's like, what? <laughs> it was really hard to explain. <laughs> You left out the part where he's trying to find it and kill it. Oh, I didn't say that. Then I said, he doesn't like using a flashlight. He prefers the light of the moon. And the guy's like, what? Like, right, oh, by the just, way, I was... just change the topic. You, you know how it just rained and I didn't have a flashlight and I was there at night and I slipped down this hill. I fucking... My feet just, just fucking went down this hill. Uh, by the way, you'll know that I've killed it when you... Wake up in the morning and there is no more uh, Data O'Neill podcast anywhere. But they've all been pulled down so that I don't get traced back to me. God, there's so many animal stories I can go to right now. Well, I got to tell you about this guy that I met recently. Please do. Uh, I met him at some function that I was at. And this guy, he's like 50 years old. And this guy was pulling the old, he pulled the old, hey, your, your fly's undone. As a joke? Yeah, but this kept going on. So, what, it was this gag all night? All night. The whole time. I, was, I, I had a, like a 10-minute interaction with him. That was all about your fly being down? So I went to shake his hand, and here's what he did. I'll, I'll describe did he have an electrical buzzer on? No, but he went like this. So he put his hand out to shake it. Did it go bring it to Here, his dick? Put your hand out, and so he went like this. <laughs> so uh, he took the hand on to the, the other side. To the other side instantly. He, he showed you the back of his hand Yeah, and so then I had to move and shake his hand. I go, what? This is kind of weird. And then he's like, your fly's undone. And then I look and he's like, I'm just kidding. And so they go, this goes on. Do you tell him, hey, you got the chops. You should become a comedian. No, dude, this, I, I, for three days straight, I was so infuriated by this fucking guy. <laughs> you should have punched him. I was going to. He told my girlfriend, he's like, uh, hey, why do you only have one earring in? And she's like, I do. And then she has both fucking ears. I'm telling this is how the whole fucking conversation went for 10 Did minutes. Did at any point he come out of this? At some point, I shut down emotionally and said, you know what? I'm shut done. <laughs> I'm done. I told him my name. And he's like, What's your name again? And then I said my name. He's like, I know, I heard you. You have cancer. This Just kidding. kidding. <laughs> I've I've never met your fly a fucking down? A, adult. Like I, this is also was he mentally handicapped? No, anyway? this is right off the bat too. I'm talking. This is you were getting his. Those was his opening bits. Yeah, this is. <laughs> I don't know this guy, and it to the. I still am bringing it up. This is like three days ago. I'm still bringing it up. You should have walked away in his face while he was talking. I would have. I would have. We were stuck in you line. You should have taken your fly down, whipped your dick out, and say, no, now my fly is down. <laughs> yeah, no, here's my, yeah, you want to see? Now it is. Dude, I was ready. Say it now. Then he'd be like, he'd, he'd pull your dick and be like, what's this? Whoa. It was like that. It was just like nonstop. Did he have a slide whistle? I wouldn't doubt it. Probably in his pocket. We didn't get to the slide whistle part. Did he have a yo-yo or a kazoo? Oh, man. I'm what a probably fucking a, idiot. Who, but nonstop. I'm talking, these are, these are just the highlights of the bits. It was ongoing. How did the conversation end with him? Oh, if, I were uh, you, 
you should have turned. They like, went to go sit down, and we sat as far away as possible. You should have blocked him, like stood with your back to him and blocked it, like you know, turned to your girlfriend. Yeah, showed him the back, but he would have thought was, it was like a bit. I'm like, whoa, good one. <laughs> yeah, I've, I have never encountered somebody who's infuriated me this much. What a real, what it was a just wacky. like an intentional way to humiliate somebody, and I get it. I have ongoing gags that I do on occasion to people I know. Did you tell, ask him how tall he was? I should have. I was going to. You should have defeated him. I, when I, I thought about that. I go, I do that. But I do it to people I know. I don't do it to somebody right off the bat. It sounds more annoying than humiliating. It was super fucking annoying. It just sounds like, stop. Who does the hand? The handshake was like a skilled move of like, you could tell the way he moved the wrist to the other side of the hand. Like, this is his go-to every time. I would have backhanded him with my hand. So don't ever do that to me again. <laughs> I should have kicked him in the nuts and be like, no, I think you're fly sometimes. <laughs> that guy may be a professional cuddler. He sounds like a professional piece of shit. <laughs> it was, uh, it drove me fucking insane. Well, let me know where he hangs out because I don't want to go there. <laughs> this is from, uh, this is Canada who sent me this fucking thing. This is from, uh, fuck. I don't think I know. Nah. What can you do? From you somebody in Canada. You can't do anything about it. CBC.ca News Canada from Edmonton. Oh, Edmonton, the mall. Will Gibbs says he didn't realize it was a cougar that had caught his beloved pet husky by the neck Ooh. until after he pummeled the wild animal in wait, the head. Wait, wait a second. What did he think it was? I don't know. A so dog? I wasn't really analyzing it too much of the time. All that was going through my mind is that I had to protect my dog. Of course you do. It was just very instinctual. My dogs are like my children. That needs to molest them. Hi-oh. I don't know if I'd go that far. <laughs> uh, I believe the town is called Red Deer. So it says the Red Deer Man. I don't know. Red Deer's capital. The Red Deer Man? It says Red, the Red Deer Man was meeting a friend for uh, coffee at the White Court Tim Hortons. That's the, uh, the, their coffee joint. Tim Horton? Tim, yeah. Yeah, my dad had a good friend named Pete Horton. <laughs> well, is he related to Tim, the coffee man from I don't Canada? Know. When he left, let his two dogs, Sasha and Mongo, out into the parking lot for a short run off the leash, it sounds like. That's well, a mistake. Maybe, that, maybe that's where he went wrong. Within seconds, he said he heard Sasha, the female, the pair, real bitch. So in yelping. the parking lot, there was a fucking cougar. This guy's deep in the woods. Start yelping. Cougar emerged from the woods nearby and pounced, he said. Dude, a husky? That's a decent-sized dog, too. She was crying out in pain and distress, so I went running. He's a 31-year-old technician, and I saw something wrapped around her, so I ran up and punched it in the side of the head. <laughs> At that point, I realized it was a cougar. He must have been like, oh, shit. Oh, fuck. <laughs> That's when you punch someone Wait, along. Why wouldn't you kick it? That seems a weird move. He likes the I'd punch. i go for the body kick. He likes the punch, dude. I would kick it in the nuts how or you, the vagina. How do you, you may not be, it might be a, just a tangle of fur. You may not be able to just fucking it. get, yeah, he punched it in the head. I was, he had some sort of accuracy. Gibbs said he charged into the woods after the cougar, but turned oh, around. He chased it He down. wanted more, but he turned around to tend to his injured dog. That's what they all say, which was whimpering and bleeding on the pavement. Uh, I was swinging, but I looked back and I saw that Sasha was on the ground kind of twitching. So I went back, tried to scoop her up with my left arm. Uh, the dog, alarmed from the, ta- the attack, how does it repay him? Latched onto Gibbs' arm. And, oh, fuck. And started biting. <laughs> Just as the um- cougar reemerged from the woods and charged at a second time. No, this guy's in a shit storm right now. <laughs> His own dog is turned on him. So he runs the cougar off. He's chasing. He's going to go the dog beat the was cougar. embarrassed. Like, hey, man, you should have let me die. Like, it realized that it had been Or cheated. no, I had this cougar handled. Man, it sounds like I a, had it where I wanted him. Why sounds like he was doing a lot go? of whimpering. Where was Mongo, by the way? The male seems like he really took off. So th- why would this dog bite this fucking guy? I think it was just. I don't think he has a good a relationship with this dog as he thinks he, he does. He may be beating it or touching it. 
<laughs> Maybe he's fucking this dog. Uh, he had it. She was fighting for her life, and I was trying to keep the cougar at bay with my right, and it was pawing at me, and I was throwing punches at it. <laughs> Imagine okay. seeing this. <laughs> dude, this cougar's got some audacity. It's hungry, dude. It's easy, easy yeah, pickings. It's, it's hungry for that title. Yeah. It wants the belt. Well, the dog unlashed your teeth from his hand and ran off. The cougar was not so now the fucking. So now this guy's dog's <laughs> taken off. Took now, off. It's just him, mono in the cougar. A cougar. Yeah. Uh, the cougar was not deterred by the man's punches. Oh, really? He was throwing those jabs? Wasn't a big problem? Sasha ran across the parking lot. The cougar fixed its eyes on Mongo, who was sniffing around at the edge of the nearby trees. This thing's oblivious. <laughs> this guy's retarded. This, dog, dog, this is why he named it Mongo, sure, for Mongo. <laughs> yeah, it definitely is. Because this guy's fucking... There's a cougar. Just That's a goddamn around. fight. He chased it off. The dog bit him. It came back. He's fighting it. There's whimpering. And this guy's taking a, trying to take a piss. <laughs> Oh, Mongo. He's oh, drooling again. Man. I could see the cougar going for him. So I got between him and the cougar and started swinging and screaming at it. Wait, why does this guy, this guy threw zero kicks in this whole uh, uh, fucking exchange? Here's a weird part of the story. And called for my brother and friend to give me a hand. Where have they been this whole fucking time? He's been fighting two rounds. They're probably playing pinball inside. <laughs> With each other's dinguses. Then I reached down for the closest, biggest stick I could find and ran back into the trees to go fight the cougar. This guy's bringing the fight into its arena. So Everyone knows you don't fight on this their This cougar's term. like, all right, I don't want anything. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to go fucking try to get this dog. And he's like, fuck <laughs> this guy. And he's like, I'm going to no, take it's, off. It's friends were like, come on, man, go back. You barely tried. <laughs> my, hey, my girlfriend's watching. I got to go back and fight this guy. Within minutes, both dogs were back in the safety of Gibbs' truck and the cat disappeared into the bush. <laughs> Real good sentence there. <laughs> I was surprised to hear that the owner took the quick action. It's probably what saved the dog's life in this case, said old Sergeant Jack Polstress. <laughs> Wait, it's a, old Jack Burton? Who said the cougar was located in the woods nearby and killed for its uh, for oh. this fight. Wait, they killed it? Put it down, dude. They killed it. Put it down. This fucking cougar beat this dude fair and square, and they went out Sounded and like shot Sounded like a draw. It. Sounded like a draw. Beat the dog fair and square. Well, whip the dog, yeah. and then it two on one. He jumped in, and then he he got the guy. Would have killed good. the dog had he not interfered. And it sounds like he he got the guy decently. So why would you kill this fucking this thing? Edmonton guy? Maybe from Alabama via uh, now in Edmonton. He said, "I wouldn't recommend everybody wrestle with a cougar, but in this case, it worked for the best." Who is this Dewitt? <laughs> Who says wrestle? He also said, "I have a drawing." <laughs> The dog was taken immediately to the old Hilltop veter- Veterinary Clinic, which is about a block from the attack. It's convenient. Veterinary staff. Do you said, think that the? Do you think the vet actually just sends this? Is the, he owns the cougar? He just sends it out to attack animals. Well, he better His get business a, is down. Better get a new one now. That's sad. The staff said Wednesday the dog's been released from care. She has, she had bite wounds around her neck, claw tears on her belly, under her armpits. I didn't know dogs had armpits, but I guess they got they big did. hairy armpits. Uh. Like I had to sew up some woman. of her wounds. They tore into her muscle. Who's they? It was only one. Uh, it's a pretty painful situation she's in, but she's doing fine. Man was left with deep claw marks on his arms. Cougar. Yeah, because you were swinging, dude. Yeah, you use your le- You were in dungarees. What kind of reach? Maybe this guy has the world's longest arms. Police consulted uh, the fish and wildlife officials before they killed the cougar. Uh, the wildlife does come into town once in a while, the copper said. Dogs are easy prey. Poultress had this advice for mountain wilderness area visitors, particularly when accompanied by pets. If you're out in the wilderness near the mountains, be aware that cougars and other predators are out there. Just be mindful of that. Yeah, when you're, you're out there and about with your pets. Yeah, be, be aware when you're in the parking lot of a goddamn Tim fucking Morton's diner. Coffee shop. Dude, that's uh, that's sad. What a sad ending. This yeah. cougar had a lot of life in him. 
A lot more dogs to attack. Real zest for living. And real joie de vie. I think that may have been from Tom, but I could be wrong. Well. Uh, so there it is, dude. That's sad, Coug- man. Cougar attack. That is sad. A lot of people fighting animals lately. Dude, I, I hope to join the ranks. I got to get into a trend. I have some stories about it. I won't do it now, but uh, there's a lot of people fighting kangaroos. They're really getting aggressive. <laughs> they're fucking getting out there. They dude. are, dude. They're, I don't know like what's happened. But they're really going crazy. A lot of people have to fight them one-on-one, and they're like, they're fucking big old beasts. And they're standing up. It's not like an animal that's lower than you. No. Yeah. That's, you, 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 but they could fucking they literally could kick. eviscerate. Like, they could literally cut your belly open with those fucking claws. They plant on that goddamn tail. I mean, the arms aren't going to do shit. You got to break the arms with your, with your hands. To distract them. No, no. You got to break the legs. Leg kicks. That's the only thing it's going to say. Tail kicks, actually. Because if it can't posture up on that tail, it's got nothing. So break the tail right off the bat. They're muscular, though. But the tail is how they get the kicks off. I guess. They stand on the tail. So if you have like a shovel, try to cut that cut tail. Cut the tail off. It won't grow or back. Or a machete. <laughs> or if you can knee it or some sort of If you get it in the kick. Muay Thai clinch and you reach into that pouch and you start fondling what's in there. What you should do is you, you start should, taking out its items. It gets crazy. You should faint, and when it goes to throw its double leg you, kick... Oh, you don't mean faint, like you pass s- out? No, you step to the side, and then you just fucking kick the shit out of that tail. <laughs> Sweep the tail. Sweep the tail, Johnny. <laughs> uh, quick shout-out to Jim E. He's a longtime listener. He got his friend Kyle into the old podcast. Oh, yeah. Happy belated B-Day to Christopher. And uh, that's about all I got. I have, a, I have an interesting... I didn't talk about this last time, did I? Yeah, you did. Uh, it says... Oh, I don't know what it is. Uh, this is from uh, Alicia. She's a real loyal The one who sent in the fart talk. Yeah. Yeah. So she says... Uh, this, is, this is interesting. Alicia, you are the girl that I never had. She said, my daughter told me something this morning that sent me into O'Neill-esque rage. She's in the seventh grade, and yesterday they had a sex ed lesson. About cuddling? No, let's see if this is even worse. They are now telling kids that you should wait until you're at least 25 years old to have sex because your brain isn't fully developed yet. A lot of these uh, millennials are waiting. 20 fucking five? They're not fucking, dude. That's fucking ridiculous. They're not fucking. Dude, hard. even if you're a late bloober, by 25, you should have seven solid years of fucking under your belt. How many partners would Dr. O'Neill advise? I mean, yeah. You Depends. Know, yeah. Five? Maybe, yeah, I'd say that's fine, but you know, maybe some more if you want. I don't know. It depends how you're feeling. How many anal? At least one anal. <laughs> one pump or one whole experience? So there, there's no need to push kids to grow up and deal with real life. They is can, this you play. talking or her talking? This is her. <laughs> she says that I'm going to skip over some of the expletives that she put in there. Oh, wow. So she's like, I want my daughter to fuck yeah. hard early. <laughs> She's like, you, you want to know why we were completely fucked and the pop clips was definitely coming? It's because society keeps telling kids to re- remain children until forever. Guess what? My brain may not be developed, but my big old dingus <laughs> is, and it's looking for action. Yeah. I tell you what, your brain's not developed. You don't need your brain. Just need your dick, dickhead. This is your dick on drugs. And she's like, there's no need to push to make kids grow up and deal with their life. They can play with puppies in college, wait till they're 25 to fuck, and stay in their parents' health insurance till 27. You know what I think about this health teacher? Liar, 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 liar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she brings up a good point. 
She's like, when, when the fuck do they become adults? Maybe I'm just jaded because by the time I was 25, I was married and I had two kids. She was fucking hard. She also bought a house that year as well. I agree. That's fucking... Check out the brick, check out the big brain on Alicia. She's like, I'm all, I'm all for kids waiting until they're ready, but 25 seems insane. I agree. Just to put an age in their head. Why, you know, it should be when yeah. you decide. Some, yeah. some people want to wait. Some people don't want to wait. A lot of people are horny before the 25. No, I'd say I was very horny. I'd say everybody. I was horny for about 25 years before I was 25. <laughs> 25 fuck that in a few years in a few years they'll teach kids uh, that they should just live at home in a bubble until you're 30 yeah I agree with that you're lying your ass up what a liar who That's I want crazy, to tell the teacher's man. name we want to denounce them on the air that is fucking crazy you're a liar How, who do you who the fuck do you think you are to do that? You know what this health teacher needs to be visited in the parking lot by Dillman. <laughs> right here. You know what? Your dick's not going to work hey. when you're 25 if you don't start using it before. Alicia, or your vagina. Here's some advice. You tell your daughter. You ask this hotshot teacher, what age did you have sex at? And if they say 25, you play this sound clip. <laughs> Twenty five? Ah. Fuck you, twenty five. <laughs> you can drink at twenty one. You can fight for the country and die at eighteen. Yeah. You should be able to fuck. Your fucking brain's not developed. Hey, I'm not fucking with my brain and my brain is developed at eighteen, you idiot. My brain doesn't need to be developed. Shut hey, that shit off. I'm going to You know what just- a wise ass would say? If my brain's not developed, why am I taking the SATs? That's true. Why? Yeah. Why well, am I making major life decisions about what I want to do with the rest of my life before I'm fucking 25? Why are they requiring me to declare a major at fucking 19? I don't get offended by much. I'm offended by this, uh, this health teacher. Dude, this is this is irresponsible. You tell them, hey, get into the double digits at least, and then from there on it's your call. <laughs> Yeah, hop in there. Wrap it up hey, or pull out. I'll tell you what. You meet a 25-year-old from another country and you don't know how to fuck. They're not going to stick around. They'll be like, this is your first time? Dude, you imagine, get the fuck out of here. Imagine being in your 20s and going on a date with a 25-year-old and they're like, yeah, I'm a virgin. It'd be insane. I'd go, yeah, I don't have time for that. Uh, uh, I can't break in any new horses. Yeah, right, I'm this done. Is, because I got to be honest with you. It's not a pleasant experience for anybody to go no. in there for the first time. No, not for the guy. I mean, not for the lady. This is a health teacher in my book. In my books, you never turn a blue job down. I That's agree. a good teacher. Yes, because he—I mean—he's telling him my point of view. Hey, maybe yours he is said, different. Didn't he say sixteen is the age we should start fucking Bush? It's nine years earlier than this teacher, and I'll tell you what: twenty-five, twenty-five. They're just—they're fucking getting young dong. They're—they're they're pressuring. So what are you supposed to do? Just jerk it? Or, Or not do anything. I listen to a local sports radio show, and there's this... uh, You ever heard of the pro basketball player, A.C. Green? Played for the Lakers. Oh, yeah. He has a jerry curl, or he did. Now I think he's a pastor. Very religious. He has, like, the NBA Ironman record that may have been broken since, where he played in, like, 8 billion games straight. The dude, he loved abstinence. And he would go... This local Is that the guy who started with the fucking... He would go school to school and tell him not to fuck. And this local sports radio guy hates him because he goes, every girl like bought into it. 
And like every guy was like, what the fuck, AC Cream? The fuck have you done to us? Dude, also, that's just your own personal thing, man. We were put on this earth to do everything we do is for fucking. That's it, man. Everything we do. Every single and thing. And then everything you do, once you like have kids and shit, is to support what came from your fucking. What about taking a shit? Is that just to get in a position where you can fuck? That's so you don't have a full <laughs> stomach and you can fuck harder because you don't have to take a shit. Shit, shit is just to clear your system out so that you can be lying your ass. So you can focus on the fucking. I, I mean, this health teacher, I, Alicia. If I were you, I would consider talking to him. I would pull my kids out of the school and say, "Hey, I'm homeschooling." I would get them. this guy. This is worse. This person is brainwashing children with you, their own fucking disgusting views on sex. You know who preaches that? Somebody who's doing creepy shit. Behind yeah. closed doors, they have skeletons in the closet. I was going to say this guy's worse than a pedophile, but then I, I think it like, may be a woman because usually it's the woman teaches the girls. Oh, well, yeah, they, and maybe she had some sort of weird trauma that she never dealt with, and now she's putting it on these fucking kids. Sounds like it's the curriculum. Also, like, what was her first time? Like a gangbang? Because yeah, you shouldn't have that when you're fucking under twenty five. I agree with that. But if you just want to have consensual, I don't like sex. Th- any by the way, sort of teaching through fear. Yeah, and it's not a. Once you do it, you realize it's not a big deal, and then you go, "Oh, by the way, I got a lot of work to do on this. I'm blowing my load about makes three perfect. pumps in here. You gotta, you gotta practice those strokes. Yeah. Otherwise, you imagine a 25 year old. As soon as you put it in, you're gonna just come. Or not to mention, the girl is gonna be like, you know, if you're a 25 year old woman. Dude, and you're with a guy, he's going to be like, oh, what the, what happened here? Dude, as a guy, you're wasting seven years of maybe rock-hard prime boner years. Dude. You're going to regret that when you're in yeah. your 40s and you're getting an, an 86% boner. My hardest dick was at 19 to 22. And it was hard like 12 oh, hours of the day. It was like the Hulk. It was ripping out of its fucking jeans. It was tearing apart. It was like that. The skin couldn't even stretch enough if to it, keep it. If it could talk, it would say yeah, that was what I was doing nonstop, just dropping. Yeah, it was fucking shredding. So this person wants out of you to skin. Wants you to turn down seven years of good boners. You're gonna look for back nothing. And you're f- wasting it. When you're forty, you're gonna go, "What the fuck? I had at least eight, nine years of good fucking that these, I blew." Yeah, these kids are gonna resent this woman. Maybe look her up and maybe fight her. Or I don't know. I fear. For I her. hope so. I hope they fight her. Wow. Nuts, man. Sweep that woman's life. Uh Also, uh, Martin said I uh, really enjoyed episode 24 where we talked about... Perhaps a little more room here for the fixings. We talked about uh, the inauthentic food in their college cafeteria. Is he? Did he just listen to it, or is he just late to comment? Uh, he's just getting started. He gave us a five star review. Thank you. And he Martin. wanted to shout out. Here you go, for what I believe to be your only <laughs> fan. He claims he's the only fan in Arkansas. Martin, let me look at the stats. <laughs> I don't think so. Let me look at the stats, Martin. So- uh, also, a guy sent uh, me a thing. It said. Uh, his name's Sean, and hey, Sean. he sent me my sex robot on uh, I got Netflix. That. I got that, too. Yeah, well, I, w- I watched it. Oh, I got an article. I don't have a documentary. Oh, I watched it, and it is. So there's these fucking... Exactly how you would picture a guy that is waiting for the creation of a sex robot and is actually 
deeply involved in all the people that are coming close to getting a sex robot completed. I have a woman who's uh, she's petitioning to marry. No, this guy this guy visited two inventors to look at sex robots. And oh, so th- this lady's is very crude. Like these are like real yeah. looking people. But okay. there's this hillbilly in West Virginia that built one in his garage, yeah, and this guy's absolutely. like. Oh, this is this is the best I've I've seen in a while. There's this other guy who seems mildly autistic who built one. He's married and he went to a sex convention. Does he cuddle this, with it? This thing, first of all, looks like a transsexual. <laughs> the robot? Yeah. Something tells me he's not the best fucking engineer. <laughs> this pervert went to go visit it, and this guy's he shows the pussy. He's like, put your fingers in there. Oh. The guy's like, oh yeah, that feels good. Oh, what, what is that? Is that gelatin? Oh, that's your jizz. Dude, that you didn't clean out. This guy had like a bad breakup with his girlfriend, so now he's like, he really wants to fuck. He wants to only have sex with sex robots because he doesn't want to get hurt. Man. Yeah. And then this other guy had his girlfriend hypnotized into acting like a like a robot, and so it was all this role playing, and they filmed it all, and it was like she's like. He's like, uh, he, he was giving her like commands like you would give a fucking machine. And she's like, that that computes. I, uh, I will do that. I once fucked a vending machine. This is what it was. I was trying to fuck some chuckles loose. Remember chuckles? No, what were chuckles? They were like, uh, came in like a pack, yay big. And there was like six of them. And they Whoa. were like jelly candies. It might, like, a, a, it might have been an East Coast. It was like a green, a yellow, a black that no one ever wanted. I'm no, we up. had something similar, but I don't think it was it Chuckles. That hell teacher really got in my head. What was the, uh, oh, what was that uh, big, like, caramel stick, something daddy, sugar daddy? Oh, here's Chuckles right there. Yeah, the one I was talking about is the first one. Oh, I know. Okay. That's the and classic Chuckles. I feel like they didn't call him Chuckles. I feel like they had a different name in the Midwest. Hey, your fly's down, by the way. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Stupidest joke I've ever fucking heard in my life. I, I don't think I've been incensed by somebody. I, I would have followed him around and say, this guy's going to tell you your fly's down. Just don't even react. Don't give him the time of day. <laughs> Just ignore Shut him. Shut him down. Ignore he wants guy. attention. If we all ignore him, he may kill himself. <laughs> <laughs> you know what that man needs to do is fight a cougar because he would try a shtick on it. And it wouldn't work. It would just claw his fucking arm off. Oh, yeah. He'd be like, hey, your fly's down. <laughs> and the cougar yeah, would fucking slash his throat. <laughs> um, if you have an opportunity, watch My Sex Robot. You'll get a good kick out of it's it. It's the O'Neill recommendation it of is, the uh, week. It's some real... It's, it's a, it is a waste of your time, but also to see these perverts. It, they look exactly as you would picture any guy. Who's I'm looking. saying fat, glasses, yeah. comb-overs. Uh, no, but like greasy hair. Real puffy face. And it, uh, very socially awkward. Do they lube that V up? Uh, I'm sure that... Oh, this guy's like... And he goes, and uh, how, how's the... How, how do you clean it? Oh, it's easy. The vagina comes out. You can wash it. Like oh, the, I don't know if you yeah. can wash it in the dishwasher, but oh. this guy was like, he wanted to know every little facet of did how he, uh, this thing did goes. Did he bring her around in a little red wagon behind him like, and put her in a movie seat next to him? No, but they, they go, would you have sex with this right now in its current condition? Yeah, yeah, I would. I, I, would, I, would, I would really like to uh, have sex with it, see what it feels Here, like. Here, I'll show you a picture of what this woman wants to marry. 
This is from uh, White Bread, old Willie White Bread up in Canada. I've got some more emails. Also, everyone, we're going to be in Denver if you're in the area, uh, the 9th through the 13th. I think tickets are close to sold out, but uh, you can still try. Yeah. February, that's February. No pressure. Uh, this is from the Daily Mail, shocker. There's uh, a French lady. Uh, she is revealed she's in love with a robot and determined to marry it. Name's Lily. Partner's ro- uh, robot called Inmovator. Inmovator. She three, 3D printed uh, him herself. Is it, is it like a Android? Is it look like a robot or does it look like a person? They've been living for a year. Uh, it looks like uh, it's wearing a hockey mask like Jason. But looks, it has like the body the robot, of a human? Remember the robot from Mask? The cartoon? Yeah. Looks like that. I'll show you oh. in a second. Well, these, these guys are like having sex with things that look like women. She said, uh, yeah, on her Twitter page where she goes by Lily in Movator, if you want to uh, hit her up, she said, I'm a proud robosexual. We don't hurt anybody. Robosexual. We're, we're just happy. She's engaged to the robot, uh, says they will marry when human robot marriage is legalized in France. Stay tuned. Hey, hey, hold your breath, lady, on that Here's one. the robot. Okay, so that's, <laughs> that's a real robot. Looks like a toy. Yeah, that's, yeah, these people are into like yeah, more human, like human. Real, real Yeah, dogs. this lady wants to fuck a robot. Yeah, She's she basically just wants a dildo that has a body. She said she realized she was sexually attracted to robots at the age of 19. She dislikes physical contact with people. Oh, well, not she a was cuddler. probably raped. Uh, raped or molested. She insisted the idea is not ridiculous or bad, but simply al- alternative lifestyle. I'm really... You know what I think of that? She said, I'm really and only attracted by the robots. However, she declined to say whether she and Inmovator have a sexual relationship. Inmovator. My only two in, relationships. Inmovator. In she said, my only two relationships have confirmed my love orientation because I dislike really physical contact with human flesh. Jesus, what happened to this fucking lady? Was Family she like and- sold into sex trafficking? She didn't wait till she was 25 Ooh. is what yeah, happened. No, yeah, End up fucking robots. Jesus. Her family and friends have accepted her unusual relationship. Shame on them. Uh, although not everyone in her life understands. Uh, I applaud those people. Lily's training to become a ro- roboticist. Whatever the fuck What that the hell's is. a roboticist? Believe her relationship will improve further as the technology evolves. No shit. I'm really and totally happy. Here she is with uh, this hey. very fucking, looks like a transformer. She's, uh, yeah, if she's happy, I guess. Is she happy? <laughs> she hates human flesh. It's kind of weird to be like, I hate human contact when you literally need it to survive. And uh, her relationship could become the norm if an expert of human-robot relationships to be believed. I mean, I think it'll be the norm of perverts and like <laughs> and guys with Aspergers and women with Aspergers at a conference. And people that were fucking raped when they were child and, and old people who were lonely at a conference on a matter in London earlier this week. Old Doctor David Levy said humans uh, would marry robots around or before twenty fifty. He thinks the human robot marriage. I mean, if they make a super smoking hot robot when I'm like eighty, I'll fuck it. I'm not going to fuck it until I'm all out of options of human women. Would you rather fuck a car or a robot? I'll probably fuck a car. <laughs> Dr. Levy, uh, he's got skin in the game. He wrote a book called Love and Sex with Robots. He may be into this himself. Yeah, I think he's, not, he's got a bit of a bias here that I don't really agree that he should be commentating on. Also it. said it will be common in the future to find sex robots modeled on celebrities, which is creepy. Oh, 
Dude, that's that's real fucking creepy. How, how do you? Like, I mean, how do you porn steal stars already sell their vaginas. How do you steal somebody's likeness though? They obviously need permission, right? You know, it's gonna be like some bootleg shit, or people are gonna design them themselves at home. If somebody out there wanted a Danish robot bad enough, just hit me up, and you know, no one see. will ever be. I never do not want a <laughs> sex robot of O'Neill going around. I don't know because you know the people that buy it are only gonna be into some fucking crazy shit. What if the O'Neill robot killed the cougar? Well, would, you, would you be proud of it or would you be angry? I'd be it? angry because it wasn't me. It was like a likeness of me. But it me. was kind of you. Dude, I wouldn't you want it. Unless it there was, was, I mean, if there was, no, even if it was a decent amount of money, I would say no. Remember on Boner City where you said you would suck your own D? You could do yeah. that with a robot. That wouldn't be me. You're, what you're missing is a soul. <laughs> I wanted to have a soul, not like DeWitt, whose soul was stolen by the devil. Allegedly. <laughs> That's alleged. And please don't hound him about that. It's a very sensitive topic. Hey, it's me, the devil. I've got his soul. Uh, so he's not here to defend himself. So we just stop it there. But no, man. I know. I mean, part of it is like the actual people that want to be there and enjoy your company and did, having sex. Did you wait until 25 to fuck your first robot? I waited until I was 39. 39. <laughs> So it hasn't happened. It hasn't happened yet. Wow. Yeah. Something to look forward to. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to just jump into robot fucking. I got terrible chafing from the metal. Well, I don't understand. Like, there's nothing like. There's no lube. You got to lube the hell Maybe you're just it. jerking off. You got to squirt oil into there. WD-40. But also, it's not fucking real. Give me a break. I want, like, <laughs> somebody who's coming I want in. The, and, I want the fear of someone farting. Yeah. You know? I want it. Pull down those panties. You don't know if it's going to smell. You don't know if it's going to be shaved. You <laughs> could don't be know a what huge it, bush. Yeah, you could don't know be if your initials, which you, would be uh, fortuitous. You don't know if it's going to be meaty or going to be nice, nice and, neat. and smooth, and nice well taken care of. You could say, "Hey, nice trim." Yeah, you don't know <laughs> if you're hitting it from behind. You're going to get ass smell blown back in your face, or if it's going to be clean. I mean, that's the fun of it. But with the robot, I mean, you could hold that. you could hold a knife to a robot's throat, but it's not going to be scared. Yeah, you can't see the fear in its eyes. Genuine fear. <laughs> you have to hold it to the arousal. Wires. What if it attacks your dick? Like it just loses control. That's another fear. What if it? What if you're having anal and it just clinches the asshole closed and breaks your dick off? It could, or it could just attack you and steal, uh, steal, steal your money, yeah, and, have <laughs> and sex, your car, and have sex with another person. It could cheat on you. Yeah. What if you get a disease from it because someone didn't clean the last person didn't clean it out? What if you come home and it's fucking the vacuum cleaner? How devastating would that? Or be? your dog? Or suck your dog's dick? <laughs> By the way, I've been banned with this new switchblade. I'm getting a little too frisky with it, so I've with been who? banned from using switchblade. <laughs> with who? I've been pulling the switchblade out a lot at home. On people, you can't be on people. I think there's one person <laughs> people. who lives with you. And, uh, What's wrong with you? It's dude? been brought up in numerous uh, couples therapy in, sessions, <laughs> in numerous house meetings. What are you on the real world? Let's have a meeting in the living room, everybody. That you should not be using. It's just so. It's too much fun. You inspired Bucky on Twitter to. Uh, he said he bought a switch. I don't know if you inspired him, but he bought a switchblade. And he said he's feeling great with this thing. And he said, I'm going to start drinking right now. And it seemed like it was daytime hours. <laughs> I like your style, Bucky. <laughs> he ruined yet another life. Or did I make it better? 
So where do you put the switchblade now that it's... Uh, it's just put it up on the fucking... You lock it up in a safe? No. But dude, I've been watching these crazy movies before I go to bed, and now I have to hide my knife under the bed because I'm afraid that I'm going to stab somebody in my sleep. So That's, <laughs> that's, that's well, back. You got yeah. that going for you, which is nice. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just what couldn't you, you just do? find it though? Like you know where you put it. I know, but I, I I put it like really like you'd have to really get were, it down. If I I mean one, it's one, it's it's six inches from my from me, you know, from yeah. my face. What if it's the an other intruder under, and you got to get it? Well, then I would hope I'd be able to get under there. But I did think <laughs> about that. But I was like, what's worth more? The possibility of an intruder and defending them with my knife, or stab, maybe the likelihood of me stabbing the person sleeping. You next could hire to a robot security guard. Why don't I just hire a robot to sleep next to me and I can stab the shit out of it in my dreams? I think I might be a robosexual. I've never told anyone this. Dude, I don't I don't think we can hang out anymore. <laughs> hey guys, this is my it's my friend. As long as she's a Jewish robot. Yeah, it's true. Your family will be accepting. As long as it's kosher. Yeah. No bacon in there. <laughs> There's no bacon in there, pussy. <laughs> God, you have to be, I don't know, man. Who's like, more pathetic, a robot lover or a pro uh, a cuddler, who, someone who pays to cuddle? Who would you rather be? Fuck. So at least the cuddler, you can still fuck humans. That's not an easy question. It's tough. It is One, tough. you're a serious fucking degenerate, and by that I mean cuddlers. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I would say both I, are deviants I, I, in their own way. I'd say they're fairly equal. Neither of them would I. I mean, unless it was like Westworld style robots. Ah, uh, Tandy Newton with those big old yeah. flapjacks. I was really into the other chick, that white chick with, uh, uh, who looked like Jade Catapretta. Uh yeah, but but had like a a very uh, non typical attractive. You know, yeah. She she had an uh, she had an interesting look to her. Yeah, you definitely remember the face. Yeah. Like, I used to like Feruza Balks. You remember that chick? No clue who that is. I was she, into... Uh, remember the water boy? I was... His yeah. lady? Oh, wow. Uh, she yeah. was like... She was really kind of weird looking. Yeah, I know you're talking about. I was always into that. I was into... Um, what's the guy's name from the show? Uh, fuck. Which The show? main guy. Like, the main actor with gray hair. Oh, from Westworld? Yeah. Oh, you were into... To me, he was the sexiest. Wait, Anthony Hopkins? Yeah. Tony. <laughs> You were fucking. You want to fuck him, Bernard? I wanted to fuck Bernard. Bernard, Bernard, dude, Bernie. Yeah. Spoiler alert: Anthony you Hopkins fucks it. Bernard every episode. Yeah, it's just mainly it's forty five minutes of that, and then another fifteen minutes of extra story. Robo sexual. I mean, there's just so many bizarre options that have never been on the table. It's it's because uh, robosexual. Because the world is too calm. Cuddling, calm. It's not calm right now. What about the fucking people who are getting mad about Seinfeld's jokes? Jerry Seinfeld got in hot water, ladies and gentlemen. Edgy, one of the edgiest comedians of our time. It goes Andrew Dice Clay one, Jerry Seinfeld. Two. I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> You're gonna get pissed about his joke. He made a joke on Twitter. If you don't know what he said, he has a show, comedians and cars getting coffee. Barb sent me this. Barb must just spend hours reading on the internet. Uh, I think she hates her other job so much that she really just tries to say fuck you to the man by researching for Danish and O'Neill. On their, uh, on, on, their, their dime, on their web server. On their dime, too. But uh, So Barb sent me this, and Jerry Seinfeld said, tweeted, watch comedians in cars getting coffee. Louis Black will be on. Louis Black's life matters, was the joke. And people were outraged. Yeah, it says Black's life Black's life matters. How dare you, Jerry? Where have you gone wrong, Jerry? People Larry David wouldn't crazy, do this, man. Jerry. What's the deal with people attacking me? 
It's crazy, man. It's uh, crazy. My best friend is black. I am offended by this. Jerry, I uh, demand an apology. I will take uh, three of your cars, uh, the Porsche, <laughs> the Yukon, and the... Uh... He's never fucking Yukon. <laughs> hey, GSP's high, dude. He's on high on cuddling. Oh, yeah, he doesn't know. God, I'm fucking... Uh, I've, I've been cuddling lately with a woman in my building, an 80-year-old, and I've been feeling high as fuck lately. I've been cuntling. Oh, it's, you know, that's different. Yeah, it's different. That's when you start a fire in the pussy, right? Yeah, it's cuntling. <laughs> it's when you bring cuntling. Are you going to get your license to cuddle? Because I guess it's legal in California now. Yeah, well, I'm going to get my medical cuddling <laughs> license. Get that covered. Would you do the job for eighty dollars an hour only with women? No, uh, like attractive women. And I, or they're like fives, women? fives I, to six. I'm like, I, I, I'm not a big hugger. I wasn't wasn't <laughs> hugged a lot. I told you would you like a, it. I get complaints that I don't do a lot of hugging. I should do more hugging, but uh, I'm not going to do it. Dillman's not a hugger. Dude, why, why are people against fucking freedom of speech if it doesn't... Uh, they only like freedom of speech if it caters to their particular point of view. Or benefits them. People are so crazy, man. They're literally ruining freedom of speech. Yeah, and they want it it's, like voluntarily taken away. They're like, we don't need this. You, ha- I mean, look, a byproduct of freedom of speech is hate speech and whatever else. That's... That's part of the uh, the the dirty deed of having, and you have to have it. And troll, unfortunately, speech. troll speech. Yeah, you got to support them all, man. And ro- you got to have robosexuals. We also have the freedom of speech to shit on them. And if you disagree with someone, just say this. <laughs> and move on. Yeah, it's crazy. And also, uh, it's it's also this. Everyone gets a trophy generation who's like, I want it as long as it. As long as it's catered specifically to me. No one grows up like this anymore. Let me tell you a story <laughs> about a little fat boy. <laughs> like that guy had it easy. You, you, know, you know what they want? They don't want their freedom of speech with all the fixes. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely don't want that. They just want some of the fixes yeah. that they like. They want their specific fixes. Some of the fixes. They, they want to make care. your own pizza freedom of speech. They don't care for some of the fixes. No. They, I tell you what. They got all defeated. I've heard people saying that they think this is too edgy and they want it taken down. But guess what? We're going to keep playing it, everybody. Thanks, Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Because now I will snatch every motherfucker birthday. It's really not going to leave one birthday unsnatched. You would think that it would leave one birthday. Wow, it's snatching. But these. what about all the birthdays that he already had? He can't take those away. Snatching these birthdays is, is harder you, than I thought. I'm, I'm going to leave some birthdays for the next time. Oh, man. I'm out of breath taking all these birthdays. Man, Hurricane Katarina took it out of me. I'm in a... Uh, I jumped out of the boat, saved a man. I'm in a... I'm in a buat. I'm and gonna, I'm saving people on my buat. I'm going to... I'm going to snatch your birthday cake. And, uh, this tr- river, this river's gonna snatch your birthday if you don't get on my buat. I'm gonna try to. By the way, thanks to everybody sent. Uh, there's some like animated things somebody did online of Steven Seagal like ripping people's spines arm off. And <laughs> I, saw, I saw a little clip of. So there. thank you to whoever sent those. Uh, by the way, if I were ever in a movie with Steven Seagal and he said that I'm gonna snatch all your birthdays, I'd be like, well, I already had a bunch already that you'd never take. From you'd me. go off off book, yeah. off script, and then he'd be you'd stumped. get fired. You get fired. He'd be that. stumped. Then I throw a bucket oh, of water. You, oh, you ain't gonna take mine. Yeah, <laughs> cut, Bush. Come on, Bush. That's not your. I'm not gonna let him take my birthday. Hell, I'm not gonna get old. Oh, I'm not getting old. I'll stay the same age as guy. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I throw a bucket of water on his hair and let it wash away. Oh, 
uh, you know, can I take your birth, snatch your birthday? Of course. You're not going to believe me. Steven Seagal <laughs> snatched my motherfucking birthday. <laughs> he would say that. <laughs> I could see him being in a Seagal movie. Bush? Yeah. Let's do a buddy cop movie, Seagal and Bush. The bu- <laughs> Set Bush. in Liberia. Stephen Bush? Uh, Seagal works. He owns a land mi- uh, diamond mine. And then he feels bad, and Bush and him have to take down the bad guys who are hunting them down. No, I think he uh, he's a landmine sweeper in Africa where he uses his gut to blow up mines as he walks. What if he works at Subway, Seagal, and he gets fired? But he's, he's actually a former yeah. hardcore black ops yeah. CIA agent. But he's down on his luck, and the only job he can get is making tuna no, sandwiches. No, because he, he loves, he always wanted to be a sandwich artist. Yeah. That was his second love, and once he retired. I'm going to. I'm going to snatch every motherfucking tomato on this sandwich. I used to be a spook. Would now you, I'm not. Would you like avocado? <laughs> do, you, do you want it toasted? Would you like the BMT or the BLT? <laughs> do you want provolone or American? I once stormed the beach in Laos, <laughs> but now I'm making sandwiches. <laughs> I once took. I once killed an entire platoon of mercenaries with a... Nothing but my bayonet, and I strangled the rest of them with my boots. Frank Dukes in Seagal need a one-on-one where they interview each other. Oh, be the greatest! He's like, it would just be a one-upsmanship. So you did the Kumite? I was in the CIA. I couldn't fight in the Kumite. I was too lethal. They banned me. <laughs> I I was on. I was flying to Jamaica to fight in it, and they stopped me in the air. I was two had two fighter jets divert the plane to another area because they said I was a lethal weapon. I killed 14 members of the Kumite on the plane over. <laughs> I Some fought, say I watered down the competition. I fought them all in the bathroom. I snatched their motherfucker birthdays. One guy came, they found him, he was drowned because he drank all the blue liquid in the toilet. You know what I think snatching the birthday means is after Seagal kills you, he takes your ID and he wears it on a necklace like somebody's ears. So he just has like 50 IDs. So it's basically taking your dog tag. Yeah. And, and that's your birthday. It says your birthday. Don't so it. he's got like a Mr. T style yeah. arrangement of people's driver's licenses. That's why he looks so fat. It's all the licenses. Oh, do you think he oh, wrote? You, you do you think who wrote that? Or did he come up with the light himself? Oh, that was written. I'm going to snatch every one of you. Oh, you took down Filipino man. pirates? I was going to be on that ship, but I passed it up. <laughs> Too easy for me. Those guys were first day. <laughs> I went to the Filipino Navy, and I single-handedly sunk all of their ships, and all I had was a hammer and a nail, and I put holes in the boat, sank them all. Wait, my good friend Dikembe Mutombo, you're not really in Filipinas? I, I said $50,000 to your I went over there and I killed so many Filipinas looking for you. All right, let's get out of here. Shut her down. I got to do a spot the comedy store. Go handle that dirty fucking gross mic. I got to go to bed. Yeah, you do. Uh, Thanks for listening. Leave us a five-star review. Check us out on Twitter at Danish and O'Neill, Instagram at Danish and O'Neill, and uh, YouTube. Pork Report. Coming soon, ladies and gentlemen, with an, a U, an O, a T, a, I don't a Z. Know. And by the way, we got our man, Sean Aylward, working on a new theme song. Yeah. That's worth paying money just in itself. That's right. By the way, it's going to be cheap. Don't, don't get your panties in a bunch. Yeah. Sending us tweets and emails going crazy. 
It's affordable, all right? And if you don't uh if you don't want to pay for it, your life will not change at all because yeah. you'll still have all the other stuff. Still listen to this, what you've always had. And you can get your eighty dollars, you can go buy some cuddles and some arm tickles and some ears. Yeah, if you know what, by the way, if you're gonna be spending money on cuddling, you're better off spending the money on the Danish or the pork report because you're gonna get more bang for your buck because you're not gonna get any bang at this cuddling. Yeah, and we're gonna prescribe not wait until twenty five. Yeah. Maybe not even wait until 15. We might even sell pig pussies and pig penises, dildo and vaginas to have sex with. Anybody see the Bushman? Fuck you. I have not seen him, but I did speak with him. Does that count? The Bush is back. That might be what this episode's called. The Bush is back? And he's better than before. We got Bush has already been used. We've got Bush too. We've got too much Bush. We've we've got too much Bush. (laughs) Bush's eye surgery. By the way, I edited that call down. It was longer. Oh, yeah, I it was, imagine. There was like three minutes of eye surgery talk. Dude, the Bush. And then they got a staple of the lens in there. Dude, oh, the, yeah. The Bush conversations <laughs> are never just like, oh, dude, hey, I edited, quick. I edited it. That was like a seven-minute call, by the way. That was seven minutes? <laughs> no, I'm saying what I played was like three. Oh, the call oh, oh. itself was like. I'm shocked you got out of there at seven. Yeah, there was a lot of repetition, a lot of surgery oh, he repeats, talk. He just doesn't want to get off the phone. No, he likes you know. to talk, clearly. Well, we'll have him back. I like when the, the fans miss you. you. The fans miss me. You're like, come on, tell me. <laughs> if he would set up a fucking email, he could interact or a Twitter. Yeah, then he would really feel the love. But that the that the people give the bush. I should have given it. Does the bush man like to party? So I dropped the ball. Should ask him if he lives in that fucking building. That guy lied to me. I left and if it he for lied you. to me, I'm going back. I left it for you to do. Go tell the guys flies down. I will. <laughs> Classy song. Danish O'Neill. Danish and O'Neill. Your empty hearts, they will steal. For the fixings. You know what I'm talking about? Ooh, we're gonna have a lot of fixings. You know, we're gonna have so many fucking fixings up in this motherfucker. <laughs> have a good week. <laughs>